Clanky and Genie, hello! It's definitely because my output's not. Sorry, Mick is dying right now. I have a sesame seed in my eye. Oh! I mean, oh, that's so horrible. Hello? Hello? Hello, friends. Oh, hi. He's joined just in time for me to get a sesame seed stuck in my eye. It's true. It's revenge from McDonald's. Hello and welcome to the yearlies. By the way, Christian, I was going to explain that to you. Um, Your lobster's lactate. I'm, I'm having red lobster right now. Well, yeah. Um, is, it and... is it lactating? Well, well so I, uh, I, didn't, I, I actually oh, no. didn't order any lobster, so I thought. I, um, I got some bacon mac and cheese because I thought, I thought some mac and cheese would be good. It's terrible. It's really bad. Red um, lobster mac and cheese? Were you expecting it to be delicious? Well, a little yeah. bit. I mean, I, I feel like it's not. Have you had Have you had their cheesy bread? It's still it's to die for. I don't even like Red Lobster. And I'll go there just for uh, the cheesy Everyone bread. knows the one reason you go to Red Lobster is for the cheesy bread. No, the, the little Cheddar Bay biscuits. Yeah. Those, yeah, 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 the Cheddar biscuits. biscuits. Cheese oh, yeah, biscuits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, got, I got half a dozen of those. They're pretty good. Those are awesome. Yeah, yeah me and Graham can vouch on the Cheddar biscuits. Um, the mac and cheese is terrible, and I was looking at I was looking at the um how the menu describes them. It's um a lobster cheese sauce, and. Mm. Um, immediately I have questions because, you know, what's lobster cheese? Do you milk the lobster? So, lobster can I just say, lobster? I... What part of the lobster makes the cheese? So, I mean, I, I'm gonna... I, Taylor, I'm gonna suggest something. Uh-oh. Is it possible that you're, that you're, that, that you're putting the hyphen in the wrong place? <laughs> that rather than being lobster cheese sauce, it's lobster cheese sauce. As in There's cheese no. sauce that you eat with lobster. There's no lobster in this mac. You know that makes more sense, but like I choose not to believe that. <laughs> it my, makes my theory. No, that's the thing. It doesn't make a. It doesn't make a significantly more amount of sense. But oh, there's no. But there is. I like. I don't find any pieces of lobster in here. Yeah. Yeah. No. That, no. No. As in, it's not like lobster flavored cheese sauce. It's cheese sauce intended to be eaten with lobster. However, you're getting a steak, but they're they're red lobster. So what are they going to give you? My theory <laughs> lobster is that, cheese sauce. You no, know no. how some cheeses have like little bits of peppers or bits of other things baked Why in. What if it's a cheese that was made with little bits of lobster made in, like a lo like a lobster jack cheese? Well, they have they have something similar cheese. to that because you can you can do it without the bacon and actually get bits of shredded lobster. But this mm. this is supposed to be their new thing. Hang on a minute. Um, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hey Graham. Hey, hey, Mick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> lobster Jack cheese. Not fond of me lobster, are you? God damn it. As they say in the old nursery rhymes, lobster Jack cheese and I don't care. Then <laughs> you better go catch it. I sure hope it does. Clanky, you know what that was just then? That was a merging of my two friendships right there. <laughs> That was like, oh wow, we've been friends that long that Clanky can make Graham jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a Clanky original. Wait, no, it's it's, it's one of the Graham files. Clanky, did you not do that knowing it was a Graham joke? I I say that shit all the time. I didn't did know. You, yeah, wait. Did you just do that to do it's that? It's a Graham file. Well, you better go catch it. It's a popular joke, actually. Yeah. Um, um, Clanky, it's not <laughs> very funny. <laughs> But there's uh, no setup for a there, uh, so you better go catch it. And that's exactly why it's a Graham joke. Who cares? There doesn't need to be a setup for it. Well, you better let him out. I'm just... Coachella sucks this year. Can I just say, the real... <laughs> See? 
I sure hope it does. <laughs> yeah, that's, an that's another one that doesn't need setup. What's paper? <laughs> Alright. Oh, that one's actually smart. Before we end the lobster debate, I just want to yes. note that I've been picturing a, a, like a physical lobster with just like a slightly melted piece of American cheese on top of it. Like, <laughs> oh, that's my contribution. Like a lobster patty melt. No, they comfortable. So almost like I brought this from home. When, when they when they went to boil the lobster, they put they slices spray. of cheese in its claws. They they tuck it yeah. they tuck it into bed with a slice of cheese. Tell like it a bedtime story. Yeah. with the cheese on it and like leaving it in there for like fifteen. We're gonna find out that this is a. So we're gonna find out that this is a delicacy in Boston called lobster a la Chucky. Uh, I have a friend now in Boston, so oh, I, I can ask. Do you take off the shell of the lobster and then put the cheese on? Or does the I lobster, so. does the cheese go on top of the lobster no, and you just cheese, ignore it completely? The cheese goes completely. So, open. all seriousness, there is this. <laughs> like a blanket. Where you hollow out the lobster and fill it with cheese. All right, but once oh, that's again, a I, yeah. I, I have to say again, there is no lobster. Yeah, no, no, no. That's the thing that doesn't make sense about this. Like, if you ordered, like, if you ordered lobster, and they gave you lobster cheese sauce, I would have been like, no, okay, no, this is obvious. It's cheese sauce designed to be eaten with lobster. The problem is, there is that, the problem is, is that you didn't order lobster, you ordered a steak, and so they instead still gave you lobster cheese sauce. Well, the mac and cheese was a separate thing they asked for as a side. Oh, wait a minute, hang on. So, hang on, you got mac and cheese with lobster cheese sauce? No, I'm saying the mac and cheese, they basically, the cheese they used store. to bake it, they claim is lobster cheese sauce. Okay, no, no, that's what I'm saying. So it's lobster oh. cheese sauce, macaroni and cheese. Yes. Okay. With bacon. I want all of you to know that I tried to look up lobster with cheese, and I spelt it like this, so... Lobetre. With cheese! I lobster in French. I didn't read the fine print. With cheese, Mr. Squidward, with, with cheese. cheese. <laughs> One of you was like, um, that's, would they put the cheese in the shell? I'm like, yeah, you don't have to crack open the shell to get to the lobster, you just bite into the shell to get the cheese. Oh God! Do you eat the shell or do you spit it out like a? No, you you, you eat the shell. It makes the shell taste nice and crunchy. Yummy yum. <laughs> yeah. Yum 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 on that yeah. shell. I'll have some fresh shell. <laughs> what fresh shell is this? Ah! Oh shit! I lost the stream. Hang on. If you can't get the stream, gotta go catch it. If you no, can't I... get the stream, Jesus go to Christ. the bracket. <laughs> I sure no, hope I, No, I had it, but I full-screened it, and when I full-screened oh, it, it went forever. What's Hang on, I still this? have one more bite of the stick. We have five voters. Um, each of you will get a chance to vote, and you will verbally confirm to me what your vote is at the end of whatever round we're in, and then I will mark it down on the little uh, tournament thing. So when you say five voters, that's not me as well, right? Yeah, no. that is not you as well. No, you and Jeannie right. don't get to vote, but you do okay. get to be here and have fun. Yeah, yeah you're like, so then you're like, if it's you're five like voters, Puerto so Christian, you're one of them then? I am one of them, yes. Okay, cool. Uh, but my votes, of course, don't have any more value than anyone else's votes. But my votes have the most value because I can decide whether this group lives <laughs> or dies. If you want me to break ties as well. I mean, <laughs> and how, how am I going to friends? There's no, five why we got an odd number. Right. Anthrax ties. I can cause ties if you want. What if I <laughs> vote in half? If you split your vote in half? I don't think I could do point fives in here. 
Oh no, I definitely can. No, actually, I don't think I can. Yeah, then I'll break. Then I'll add another point five and make it another tie. Yeah. You're a red steel and one third to Pokemon Heart Gold Soul Silver. <laughs> you can't, can't do that. Clanky, I made the lobster lactate. Don't think I'm against making other people. Okay, I'm done with this joke. What is that supposed to mean? Have it your way. I like. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> This is leading down a road I'm not entirely comfortable with myself. So well, that's okay, because I think we have all of our rules set, and we are just about ready to begin. So, without further ado, I am going to announce the first round and start the timer. Um, actually, okay. can, I, can, I, can I just say something? Um, <laughs> I just wanted to like reflect on each individual year as, as a whole, uh, just because... When 2017 comes around, I'm going to want to talk about how great 2017 is for a bit. Yeah. So I'm just, like, wondering what 2010 was like for you guys when you were playing games. I really <laughs> don't remember. <laughs> uh, I was probably on my 360. All right. Um, That's a great idea. It gets uh, easier I mean, as you go up. It was the yeah, year I saw... It gets easier when I, like, have, like, memories of it. Yeah, I was going to say, like, 2010, I it was the year I saw Clash of the Titans in theaters. For yeah. whatever that I think, I think it's when the first Thor movie was released. No, it's 2011. Yeah. Oh, it, that means I saw Clash of the Titans in theaters. <laughs> it's 2010 Iron Man 2? Yes. Yes. I saw Clash of the Titans in, in theaters. It was Which good means movie. I would have been. Everybody I was in eighth grade. I was in sixth. I was. Oh, that means I was also in sixth. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm positive. Yeah, I was, I was in eighth grade in high school that year. I think 2010 was my last uh, my last year living in my childhood home. So oh. I um I think I had just uh, I had just gotten the last of my 2010 games. Um, I played them. I played a lot of these in in my basement, which was cold. Oh, and awesome. Oh, that's good. Um. But yeah, if anyone has, if nobody else has any more thoughts on 2010 I'm just as a year, before we spread the blood. Yeah. Well, no more stalling. Um, the first, uh, wait, Graham, you were gonna say something? Uh, oh it's, it's the first new decade that I have remember. I can remember happening. Yeah, that's true. I can remember this existing. Yeah. Um, yes. You know. So, the decade doesn't start till 2011. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, come no, on. They are wrong. No, it's 2020. 2020 is the start of the 2020s. 2010 is the start well, of the let, 2010s. Let, Taylor, let me ask you. Let me ask you this: Is night? Would you say that? Uh, it, would you say that the year? Would you say that the twenties includes nineteen twenty or nineteen thirty? I'm not speaking on behalf of me and Mick. I'm just saying what people say. <laughs> okay, Christian, fair enough. You better start this fucking thing. Before All right, going into September. everyone. Listen, I am so I'm so ready to argue. <laughs> I've started to argue about things completely unrelated. You've already been preparing. Well, guess what? We've the first round... about whether lobsters have tits, so why don't we just... Begins... Mammary glands. With, the f <laughs> with number one, Sid Meier's Civilization V uh -huh. versus Fallout New Vegas. Ready, okay. set, go. Fuck both of you. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. I haven't played Civ Five, just FYI. So I'm, and I already know probably which way I'm leaning towards. But I know that a couple of the people here, Christian, Clanky, Mick, um, you guys have very strong feelings towards Sid Meier's, mm -hmm. yeah? Mm -hmm. yeah. I have strong feelings yes. towards Sid Meier, yeah. 
Yeah, I yeah. I have. Let's check my Steam profile. How many hours have I put into Steam? Yeah, that actually was my hours too. Out. Yep, I'm around 150 something. I know that for a fact. Oh, maybe yeah, that's crazy. Uh, uh, 200 and what's going on? Uh, 292. But this <laughs> is this. But this is the second time I bought Civ 5. I had it on another. I have I have two hundred and sixty, but Jeannie, can you say how many <laughs> hours you have? Uh, <laughs> I have eight hundred and sixty hours in this. Nice! <laughs> wow. Yeah, my num my numbers are probably closer to Jeannie's if you factor in the non Steam. Uh, I I have one thousand one hundred fifty four hours in Steam. Oh my god. Graham wins. Graham <laughs> you win. Well I don't know how many hours my dad has on Civ Five, but I know I he has a lot. I guess that means, like, I kind of want to be educated a little bit, like, oh. does, when you play this game for a thousand hours, can you constantly, is it, like, just a, this is just where I feel safe, this is what I want to go back to, or do I get a new experience every time, or is it Pretty just... Pretty much, uh, yeah. Yeah. What's about Civ Five is in order to win it, there's four different ways to win. You can get a science victory, you can get, like, a culture victory, a diplomacy victory, and a war victory. And, like, all four of them have, like, different things that you need to focus on. Granted, like, in all of them, you still need to focus a little on science. But, like, I like the thing that makes it cool is that, like, you can go into it each time and have, like you said, a completely different experience. Yeah, and also, and also each kind of... Uh, each uh, civilization has their own strength, has their own strengths and weaknesses, and some have just like really wild play styles. Like, my first... yeah, my personal favorite is Venice because they are not allowed to build other cities. <laughs> um, and the whole point of the game is like you want to build cities and expand your civilization to like try to make it the quote unquote best civilization in the world. Yeah, the city upon a hill. I think my favorite thing about Civ Five is the way that you can almost sort of like personalize your experience because yeah. whenever I play Civ Five, I always come up with a new naming scheme for all of my towns. Like one one time it will be Shakespeare plays, one time Ooh. it will be songs by Ween, one day it'll be <laughs> Bug Snacks. It, it can be... Oh, the great nation of Ocean Mania! <laughs> then there, then there was uh, Baby Lawn, Toddler Lawn, Teenager Lawn, Adult. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that me or Clanky or Genie? I could have sworn it was you. Know, you. I, I it was, think, all of you. was it you? I, I, I played as Babylon, so it probably had to be me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I, I've also played as Babylon. Oh, yeah, because I started off. Yes, that was. I remember the, the, the game. Okay. Oh, yeah. goodness. I believe, I, believe, I believe that Christian's funnier than me, so I believe that. I, I wouldn't say that, but I would say that I think I am. Um, <laughs> I, I, I uh, definitely tr thought of Babylon and was like, haha, baby, let's make that toddler instead. Exactly. And I, <laughs> my, I was my, a young my, lawn. I was a young <laughs> lawn. And I was a young lawn. My, my father lawn. Took to me into the lawn land. Can we, it, uh, can we hear an argument for Fallout New well, Vegas? So yeah, we probably um, should. Yeah, I yeah. transition to that because you talk about how Sid Meier's lets you personalize your experience. I think that Fallout New Vegas um, is also very good in handling that because um, I think uh, I think what I love about Fallout New Vegas um, that makes it one of my favorite Bethesda like like why I would go back to that as a Bethesda game possibly before I would go to Fallout Three even though I may even be more nostalgic for Fallout Three is how Fallout New Vegas lets you handle multiple problems um, like uh, rather how it lets you handle one problem from multiple different perspectives in terms of how you choose to handle it because you can 
invest in any number of like 17 skills and prioritize any of them to get out of any one situation. And I've always, um, I've always enjoyed that because when I play some of the DLC, I can like, oh, I can use my mechanic um, knowledge to, uh, to coerce my way out of this situation. But in this situation, I can use my medicine knowledge, and it's, it's it, it, and like even even more than that, you don't even have to be good at some, like you can actually succeed on something by being bad at it. Like yeah. there are there are quite a few there are quite a few situations where being as stupid as possible actually helps you defeat things. Um, just through your sheer incompetence that people think you're a genius. Yeah. I think, like, um... You, you, yeah. Um, also, when you're that stupid, it changes all your dialogue options so you speak and, like, <laughs> man speak. That's real. That's actually really funny. Yeah, I love being a part of... Uh, I love being part of the discovery of any open world, so when I was in New Vegas for the first time, it was just like really fun to um, explore new places. I, I love like being able to tackle multiple quest lines and getting the setup and payoff. I think New Vegas may do that better than Fallout 3 actually, especially with its DLC. Sam, like, you're a huge Fallout yes. New Vegas guy. Do you want to say anything? Uh, well, I, I was allowed I'm to also, speak. I'm also a huge Fallout uh, New Vegas I have, guy as well. So. Fallout New Vegas is my game I have the third most hours on on Steam at 325. Oh. Um, I have played many playthroughs of this. Uh, I don't, I don't know, like, how much we want to discuss, like, mods and stuff with this, because, like... Oh, I, mods I are important. Like... Mods are important. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. also Sid Meier's mods, like, I also, I play, I don't play as, like, historical civilizations Sid Meier's, I play as Elder Scrolls civilizations. That's also don't ask good. why. Can't you have, like, um, Germa as a, as a civilization? Oh, yeah, yeah. You can. Um, you can. Um, oh, God. Um, yeah, but yeah, Fallout New Vegas, uh... I will say, um, in... In, in detriment to Fallout New Vegas, even though I love it. When it first came out, it was not finished. Like, yeah. It was one of the buggiest experiences ever, from yeah. what I was to understand, mm. like, even for a Bethesda game. Yeah. Wait, uh, just, I, I just want to, like, check something in my brain real quick. Fallout New Vegas is like a first-person shooter, right? Ish. Yes. Uh, well, so, so that, that's the thing, right? It's, like, in first-person, but it's not really a first-person shooter. Well, so it is. You can play it as a first-person shooter, but anyone who's anyone uses the weird, somewhat turn-based mechanic thing it had. It vats, it's right? Yeah, yeah, the, the vat system. Let's go again. Which you, you which use right? Yeah. Let's go again. There is something I want to say though about um, uh, Fallout New Vegas, though. Um, that's something I love about it is um, is how um, morally <laughs> complex the world is, right. because like. Look at Fallout 3. The Brotherhood of Steel are just the good guys. And the Enclave are just the bad guys. Like, yeah. I know where you're going with that. There's a universe where you could imagine... Um, there's a universe where you could imagine the Enclave as the good guys and the Brotherhood of Steel as the bad guys, but that's not Fallout 3's universe. In, in New Vegas, there are two... Two major factions. Yeah, I was gonna say I was trying to count the factions, and I'm like, I'm gonna stick with two because that's the important ones. The um, the New California Republic and Caesar's Legion. Um, the New California Republic is, yeah, the NCR. They're basically like, we're gonna try and recreate American democracy in the apocalypse. As a result, they uh, what's going on? And as a result, most people would be like, oh, they're the good guys because Caesar's Legion is emulating the Roman Empire with its, you know, slave army and rigid military uh, force and going into towns and crucifying everyone. 
Like, it very clearly makes you want to think the Caesar's Legion are the good guys. Or, or the bad guys. But the more you go into it, the more you learn how this is sort of morally how morally neutral they try and make it. Caesar's Legion never totally gets redeemed, but they start to make more sense in the world when you learn about the fact that the NCR is an incredibly corrupt organization um, because they can barely get anything done because, as it turns out, it's actually really hard to run a democracy in a pre-industrial state. Um, and likewise, um, what's going on? Caesar's Legion is, you know, it it works, and that's why they're doing it because it's a way of... What? Not the way I play it. Of... it. Mm -hmm. You can take away any perspective from any side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. and like even and that's not even yeah. without talking the neutral Mr. House route. Exactly. Like I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say three slash four, um, possible fact main factions, but I'm like, no, I'm 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 ignoring them. But I just want to focus on the big two. But yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So uh, I guess well, it's, anyway, I wrapping guess, this um, up. When we vote, shall we give like our thoughts as to why we're voting for that one? Uh, sure. If you want to, I'm gonna go down the list, and uh, we're gonna go starting at Graham, ending at mm. Clanky. Um. And I'm just going to basically go down and we're going to be like, why? Yeah, you can say why you're voting. Give a brief why statement you? as to why you're voting for what you're voting you, for. You would go first then, right, Christian? Oh, yeah, I guess I would go first. Um, <laughs> as much as everything about Fallout New Vegas sounds fucking amazing, um, Civ Five is one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I, I can't. I can't even rationalize the idea of something something that I haven't played being better than that. Yeah, um, that's understandable. Uh, no, no, Graham. I understand. Yeah, Grant. It, it, it's very, very hard for me. Like this is like oh, probably like the hardest. Like, Grant, I'm right the there drive. with you. I'm right <laughs> there with you. <laughs> uh, I think I have to give it to New Vegas just because I, I feel like, like I'll go back to Civ Five a lot. Like, but like recently because now that Civ, I like to play Civ Six now or mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So I feel like I just have to get New Vegas because it's still such a unique experience. Mm -hmm. Taylor, you're next. There's a robot in Fallout New Vegas named Dr. O who has a very difficult time with how people pronounce his name, and if your intelligence is high enough, you can ask him to add a dash in it, and he goes, what? And, uh, <laughs> it's like the biggest revelation in the world, and I managed to do that because I had, this, I had the skills necessary to select that as an option. Fallout New Vegas to me is the game where I have... I, I don't think I've ever, seen, I've ever played a game where I felt like I had so many ways to tackle the same problem and that is kind of fault in the vegas kind of like helped me want to look for those in those kind of <clears> games <throat> so new vegas is very important to me in that regards and i respect sid myers i will play it someday gotta go new vegas clanky why don't you go next because we all know what you're who you, what you're voting for yeah i mean like i think it's pretty obvious but i have to choose new vegas only no i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> i was wondering what the fuck no, I mean, I've never played New Vegas. I've always been interested. I'm pretty sure I own the game on Xbox 360. Never touched it. Um, I do want to play it, but uh, Civ Five. I mean, it just has a tilt to me. I love it. I have to go yeah. with Civ Five. All right, Mick? I, I love New Vegas, and I love Civ Five. However, I'm... I'm... Damn God damn it. <laughs> I don't know where he's going with this. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I'm just going to vocalize some of my thoughts. Okay, um, fair enough. <clears throat> On the one hand, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to separate out my feelings of Civ V from the other Civ games. That's a good point. We're talking it, should about... be, it should be important to uh, compare these to how they stand with their franchise. Yeah, yeah. And some people consider 5 to be the best. 
but yeah. I mean, people also don't... consider New Vegas the best. So mm-hmm. yeah, and the thing is, I like I I, I the game the Civ game I have the most nostalgia for is Civ Four. Right. Okay. Interesting. But I also really like Civ Five, and I feel like it improved on Civ Four in a lot of ways, except for the graphics. I think they really kind of yeah. <laughs> um, and there's there's things I think I wish it done better. I'm gonna give it to New Vegas mm. because I I, I I I think I think Civ Five I think Civ Five has a better chance of surviving the losers bracket. <laughs> you know what? It's possibly crawling its way back up. This but no, then too. if it gets back to the finals, I have to vote against it. Yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> To be honest, I, I saw this going Sid Meier, so I'm surprised. All right, shall uh, I submit these scores? Everyone satisfied? Is... No, wait, hang on, wait, hang on. I want to change my vote real quick, if that's okay. Well, Mick's changing his first. Are wait, you... hang on. I'm not sure. Hang on. Give me one second. I just oh, want to wanna rethink this. This is uh, our 116 matchup. I, I, th- and this I think is... we have to give you 30 seconds. Okay. Yeah, I didn't put a timer on the voting. Uh, I yeah, only okay, put a timer well, on the discussion. Yeah, so no, we... this, could, this could go forever. He could change his opinion tomorrow. Yeah. Probably. Like, New Vegas could win the bracket. He's like, hold everything. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, go with your gut. Choose what you originally chose. That's what I said. All right. Yes. Yeah, shut up, Planky. Screw that right. guy. Anyone have any objections? Sorry, I thought you meant he was going to go over. All right, submitting the score now. Hey, two to three is commendable. Yes. Next round. Oh, this one's going to be freaking fun. Uh, Next Uh round. What a Uh wild matchup. Mass Effect 2 (laughs) versus Professor Layton and the Unwound Future. Because they're so similar. Ready, set, (laughs) go. Anyone cool if I start this one? You can start. Go ahead. I gotta ask, have any of you played a Professor Layton game? No. 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 No, but you no no, but Taylor, you better believe that I am voting for Professor Layton over Mass Effect 2. I've never played a Mass Effect game either. I've always wanted to play a Mass Effect game, so but I've also this is me versus Taylor, because I think Taylor's played Professor Layton, I've played Mass Effect 2. I remember playing Mass Effect back when it was this, still Mass Cause. Listen, right this this round right here, I am just hoping to make make my make a point, make make mm-hmm. anyone even slightly curious. Do you guys like puzzle games? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Professor Layton is like a glorious collection of every type of puzzle game packaged into something that makes everyone that that it gives everyone a chance to solve a puzzle a way they want. You have your riddles. You have your slide puzzles. You have your turn the DS upside down. You have your fucking figure out how to cut out the shape in your head. I don't like those ones, to be completely honest with you. I cannot visualize how to cut out the shape. But here's I don't even quite know what you're describing, but cool. But here's, here's the thing, man. Professor Layton constantly makes you feel smart. It constantly presents itself in ways that don't feel like their puzzles are made for children or adults. They just feel like they're puzzles to do puzzles that anyone can sit there and solve. And that's not even discussing the adorable, like, kid-like setting that tells really good in-depth stories. And The Unwound Future is the best of those stories. Mm. The Unwound Future is a story where you receive a letter from your apprentice, your apprentice um, 10 years into the future telling you that London has fallen into disarray over your evil your, over your evil twin and you need to travel into a clock shop basement in order to fucking figure out how to get to the future of London because the, the clock shop is a time machine 
and mm. you're in a you're in a crazy future. It's an amazingly wonderful story that has incredible payoff for the entire trilogy of the three games that played up until that point. There are amazing, well thought out mini games like controlling a parrot to deliver mail and figuring out how to line up trampolines to get it to solve things. There is an adorable picture book where you have to figure out what words go where. There is a train and you get to take the train alongside and, and deliver cargo. Professor Layton, I, I'm not doing a good job. I already know I'm not doing a good job here, but Professor well, Layton, The Unwound Future. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, Taylor. You mentioned that you can deliver cargo. That's like, I, I'll, I, buy, a, I buy a game that's only delivering cargo. I... <laughs> Cargo Simulator 5000. Professor Layton is just an incredibly well-meaning, well, good-hearted game with adorable visuals, a, a really love, lively soundtrack, and it has a really fucking amazing ending. So, I've always been interested in both Professor Layton and Mass Effect. They're both oh, yeah. I don't like Mass Effect, by the way. We can hear like about... What? I have no interest in ever playing a Mass Effect. <clears throat> Weirdly, I just I mean... really like the idea and setting of Mass Effect. I love sci-fi, so that's just my jam. But like, I guess like the uh, Mass Effect has like the, the 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 boring like Star Trek energy. <laughs> You're trying to say Star Trek's boring? I'm well, not yes. trying to say Star Trek's boring, Good. but like I'm just saying that like. <laughs> Don't take offense to this. I am a nerd, so I feel like I can say this. Star Trek is nerd shit. And yeah, Mass it is. Mass well, Effect also just feels like nerd shit, where at least Professor Layton feels like a fun, colorful adventure. I can yes, see that. It is. I want to give Graham a second to talk about Mass Effect 2. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I meant. We yeah. might need okay. more than eight minutes. Yeah. But I want to give right. Graham a second. Okay, go Graham. So, Mass, Mass Effect 1. Pretty good game. Like, as I've said before, Mass Effect 1, like, it has the mechanics of someone who thinks they know what a good third-person shooter is like. <laughs> Mass Effect 2 is a very good third-person shooter. And on top of that, one of the most just, like, intricate and engaging stories to be, like, just set in a world completely different from our own. Uh, the the way that the story is all set up is all, basically is just one big collection of vignettes from all of your squad members' lives all of which are just very interesting people who have their own like different views they have their own different struggles that they're going with uh they're one of them's an assassin who has a terminal illness and is trying to make amends with like the last two years of their life and is just a very spiritual person one of them is a bioengineer basically child soldier who has to come to terms with her like the, the traumatic past that she's had um, Martin Sheen is in it. He was the president on TV once. It's amazing. <laughs> um, and he's actually good in it. Um, this was important really clarification. <laughs> this, this was one of the really Mass Effect Two is like even the Mass Effect trilogy. Like outside of like Dragon Age, another Bioware thing. It's one of the few games that where, yeah, like the stuff you did in the previous game is mentioned, like you ha have an effect on this world. Um, and then, at the very end of the game, you get the suicide mission, which is one of the best levels designed probably in any video game history because you have all of these crewmates that you 
grew attached to over the course of this game, this adventure through the stars. And if you didn't invest into the right things, or if you didn't make the right decisions in that mission, a lot of them, maybe even all of them, will die. And that means they're not in the third game. All right. I, 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 oh, hold on, real quick, real quick, I just have a question. So does that mean, like, if you have, like, the trilogy, shit that you do in the second game affects what happens <clears throat> in the third game? Yes. Mm -hmm. that, Very that's much. really cool. That is really cool. I, I don't want to bring... And so do Telltale Point and Click games. We are judging these games as solo games, of course. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is fair. Mm. That is fair. But, but I it know. is cool. It is very cool. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Also, also, one last thing for Mass Effect. There's a point where someone, like a mercenary, is walking up to you, like boasting. It's like, while we've been talking, my guys have been lining up shots. And your reaction, you can, if you want, you can just snap his neck right there. <laughs> you can't do that, Professor Layton. Or if Who you needs? did, I'd be very Word. impressed. All right. Do you have any last thoughts about Professor Layton? Well, I just, I, you know. For the case of making Professor Layton look better than Mass Effect, I have to roast Mass Effect a little now. Um, because I'm to understand that Mass Effect kind of, it's like you, 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 you talk a lot about Mass Effect in terms of its side narrative and all of the casting through in it. Mm. But from what I am to understand based on what I've heard from other people's perspectives, it's kind of a game that forces it on you to the effect that if you don't engage with it, you're not going to have a good time at all. And simultaneously, I hear that those side narratives, is there not a lot of back and forth with very, like, dribble gameplay? And is it not all mm -hmm. about the narrative of itself? I hear that there's, like, you mine planets a lot, and it's really boring. Yeah, you, you, cut, you can do that, but, like, it's not no, no, that you have a lot of time. That. It's very easy. Pretty sure you have to do that. Yeah, yeah but, like, it's easy. It's not really any, any time. But you, but that doesn't fun, make it fun. There's fun music that plays. You know, Graham, it's also easy to dip your socks in river water. It's actually pretty yeah, difficult. It's, it's, it's quick, easy, and free. Um, we have uh, we have just enough time for any last thoughts before we move on well, to... Uh... Yeah, do you guys, other than me and Graham, do you guys want to ask us questions about the respective games? It seems like you guys haven't played either of them. No, no, no. I fucking, I fucking despise Mass Effect. I'd I, I, I vote for literally anything that's going up against it. I have no questions. Yeah, I, I just... um. I just, listen, I've said this before, I find the setting of Mass Effect, I find space, I just find it boring, and I've tried very hard to want to get excited about Mass Effect, and every time I look at it, I'm like, it's just, it's just a lot. It's Put just it this like... way, I love, I love space, I love sci-fi, and I hate Mass Effect setting. Okay, alright, um, I will, uh, I will vote first, we are in the voting period, so I will vote first. Come, might come as a surprise, I'm gonna vote for Mass Effect 2, um, uh, because... Because Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect has always intrigued me. I love the Bioware system, and I'm not a fan of puzzle games. Um, so, uh, Graham, why don't you vote next? And I think I know what you're voting <laughs> yeah, for. Uh, I think we can too. just plug, we can plug in Graham and Taylor, I think. Yeah. Well, Taylor, yeah, you're next, and you're, you're Professor Layton. We know where uh, <laughs> Mick, what are you voting for? I'm voting for Professor Layton, because I despise yes. Mass Effect. And Clanky, what are you voting for? Oh, shit. Am I the tiebreaker? <laughs> yes, you yes, are. Yes, you are. I think my answer is, I'm sorry, it's going to be Professor Layton. Okay. There we go. Wow. So, no one has any objections. Wow. I'm going to submit the score. This is the not the way I expected in both of the things I wanted. Wow. <laughs> this is cool. Um, All right. Eight minutes on the clock. Red Steel 2 versus Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Ready, set, go. go Mick. Hey, Mick, how you doing? <laughs> Okay, yeah, okay. So Red Steel 2 is a game for the Wii. Um, and, uh, don't, no, don't leave, don't leave, please. <laughs> I already know quite uh, a bit about one? this game. 
Yeah. So uh, Red Steel. Yeah. So Red Steel Two is a combination first-person shooter and um, sword fighting game for the Wii. <sighs> no, no, no! Please don't go. Um, it is the sequel to Red Steel, which was a launch title for the Wii, trying to show off the fact that the Wii can do hardcore titles. Red Steel One is a terrible game that you should never play. Um, Red Steel Two is the most surprising thing I think I've ever seen. Um, the, the first one was a very generic generic game. Red Steel 2. So, rather than trying to go photorealistic, which is a terrible choice for the Wii, did a cel-shaded art style, okay? And then they changed, they changed the setting as well. It is a cyberpunk Japanese Wild West what? Where your main character <laughs> is a cowboy samurai. <laughs> what? Who has a? Let me go through your arsenal of weapons. You have you have your katana, you have your revolver, you have your shotgun, you have your tommy gun. His voice is cracking. <laughs> All right, and you are trying to you're trying to fight a you're trying you're trying to fight the members of the weird um like the the. Like the weird Mad Max Yakuza that killed the rest of your clan members. Okay, all right. Um, and they're like the the the, uh, the weird Power Rangers villain, uh, 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 big bad at the end of everything. Okay, and on top of that, it is a it's a game for the Wii that like like they managed to make it work, and it's. First off, it uses the Wii Motion Plus and is probably one of the best shows off of how good the Wii Motion Plus is because you have something to compare it to, mainly Red Steel 1. Um, uh, something I'll say, uh, the game does get significantly easier halfway through when you unlock a move known as the Tiger. The game becomes basically um, a matter of not, um, not if, but when at that point. Um, it's still a lot of fun, but you just have like an, an unblockable counter. Anyway, what's the... <laughs> the game oozes style. It has this soundtrack that is a mix of like, you know, Ennio Morricone style, like, spaghetti western influences with like, Japanese folk music. What? It is the most bizarre. Also, the game hides all of its loading screens behind doors that take a bizarre amount of time to open. Mm. There are like no loading screens. To be, to be fair, I feel like that's not a positive. No, it is. A Red Steel exclusive thing. I know, no, no, but I'm just saying it's it's cool. Anyway, and because I know I'm almost out of time, I'm gonna say one thing. Mm -hmm. I have played Pokemon Hard Gold and Soul Silver. It's fine. It's a Pokemon game, but also it's a remake. It's a Would you really remake. think that what? It's a better remake. The remake of the game makes it better. Yeah, you're right, it is. But at the, at the end of the day, what do you really want to congratulate? A team that went out of their way to make to, to fix their previous mistakes and make one of the most batshit insane first-person shooters that has ever been made? Or let's remake a Pokemon game that people like because people want to play Pokemon because people like Pokemon. I love this argument because I... I do, I do appreciate, like, the, the like... Like, I understand you love that too, so I'm, I'm willing to accept that you need to diss this game a little. I, I love yeah, the fire. But it's way more than that. I've never, really, I've never it's played not Red really. Steel 2. I've never played Red Steel 2, to be fair. But I feel like sometimes there's such thing as too much. And that just feels like too much. Mm. I feel like you threw a lot. And, like, the idea sounds pretty cool. But, like, I don't know. I feel like 
unless the game is like really really charming i would find myself just kind of lost in it all you know what i mean mm -hmm. um can, can, may i say I, a I few words a super long game right no it's not super long yeah i mean like the thing that i like about heart gold and soul silver is it's probably and then christian i'll let you talk i'm sorry is good. that i really like the fact that you basically just get two pokemon games for one all Let's right see if this is fair I, I i i was told i was fighting one game not two well, yeah, you are fighting, you are te but there, it is technically basically one game. How I perceive HeartGold and SoulSilver, because I haven't actually played HeartGold and SoulSilver, is I perceive it as the best of Gen 4, right? Um, which is, I have played Gen 4, I've played Pokemon Pearl, and I know the differences between Pearl and Platinum, I know how good they are, and I know that those changes from Platinum are carried over into HeartGold and SoulSilver for making one of the most definitive Pokemon experiences ever, and I love Pokemon, and I love the. It's not as good as Gen 5, but. HeartGold and SoulSilver sounds really, really good. You had a Pokewalk. You could take your Pokemon out with blocks on you. Oh, you God. The Pokemon the... Olympics. You can raise your. You can train your Pokemon for the actual Olympics, and there's like 17 different mini games you can compete in them. It's awesome. And also, Gen 2 is just generally like a really yeah. good generation of yeah, Pokemon. You know, and, and I really do think this is important. The, the scope of, of additional content from what was originally there versus what is there now is staggering, something we don't get with Pokemon games anymore. And HeartGold and SoulSilver, I think, is like, is one of the Pokemon games with, I think, the most replay value now. And that's, for me, as a Pokemon fan, one of the most important things. Mm -hmm. um, Gen 2 has Espeon, which is the best Pokemon. Not true, but I'll, I'll, I'll concede for now. Die. And, um... <laughs> As uh, as Planky said earlier, you get to explore two regions. I will I will say I feel like Kanto uh, Kanto. Uh, I don't feel like it's uh, as interesting to explore the second time around. I feel like you just like it's just a map. You kind of go through the town, get to go to all the gyms again. I don't feel like there's a lot of story based content that happens there. A lot of uh, events. It's just a, it's it's just a nice uh, victory lap, so mm -hmm. to say. But then you get a wonderful um, a wonderful moment after that. Uh, which uh, I don't know, uh, which I don't know if anyone cares about. So I'll I'll let you experience it for yourself. But wonderful, mm. wonderful final boss. Yeah. That, uh, I think yeah, is we're uh, all going back and playing Heart Gold and Soul Silver all the time. Well, all the people in this room have played Heart Gold. Uh, I and actually Soul I I recently got like a gate like for my 3DS uh, a cartridge of like 600 DS games and Heart and both Heart Gold and Soul Silver are on it. So I'm nice. I want to play it. Uh, awesome. Um. Since we are about out of time, I want to give Clanky another chance to give his last thoughts before we move on to the voting phase. So, Clanky... Everyone basically said what I said, so it's alright. Oh, okay. I will start with my vote. And Mick... Can I bribe you? No, you can, you can, but I that doesn't mean I'm going to accept it. Um, okay. <laughs> and as much as I really want to hear you out about Red Steel 2... I'm going to hear you out about Red Steel 2. I just thought about it. Something just lit up. Something just lit up in me, and I just you. You looked into this poor, starving orphan boy's face and said, <laughs> "You know, I will give Red Steel yeah. to a vote." It just uh, sounds starving like starving orphan. Is it? Is it easy to like find a copy? Uh, Red, Red Steel two. Uh, I think the harder bit would I, be. I don't oh. own it yet, but the last time I checked on eBay, it's not that expensive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, my favorite well, no, Pokemon we, we is can be expensive. Oh, okay. And... I don't know anything. My favorite Pokemon is Pokemon Black and White anyway, so it's not like I'm really betraying... And I haven't played HeartGold and SoulSilver, so it's not like That's I'm really only, betraying any values by doing this. If you had played it, this would be a much different conversation. Perhaps. Uh, but Graham, now it's your vote. 
Pokemon. Yeah. Taylor, your vote? Yeah, just so you know, Red Steel 2 is on my backlog, possibly because of how passionate you are about it. Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver has a battle frontier. Okay, we're done. Mick, your vote? <laughs> Gee, I don't know. Because now you have to actually decide which one All you right, like more. Heart Gold or Soul Silver? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> we should have said no, no, no. You can only choose one of the Pokemon games. You know, you can't, you can't. They're like the same game. They're yeah, like the same like one. Game. One has Lugia. All right, fine. I'm voting for Soul Silver. <laughs> okay. In it, yeah. Red Steel 2. Clanky, you're the tiebreaker again. Pokemon. Pokemon. Mm. All right. Sorry. It's closer than I would have thought. All right. That's mm. the so it happens when we have five people. Mm-hmm. Well, then I just say, I gotta be, I gotta be, I gotta be honest. I, uh, I, I, I in many ways, I in many ways feel like I, uh, what's going on? Uh, I feel kind of like the Jamaican bobsled team. I didn't win, <laughs> but it's a miracle that I was even able to participate. Sonka, you did? So far, every single one has been cool a two running. to three, a two yeah. to three victory, yeah, where the it. first one yeah. is two. Um, next up. Got my eight-minute timer mm. ready. Super Meat Boy versus Scott Pilgrim versus the world. The game. Yeah. On your marks. Get set. Go. Scott Pilgrim? <laughs> There's a game called Super Meat Boy? Yes. Yeah. So you asked, this, uh, you asked this before, Jordan, so let me just give you the short pitch. Yeah. Um, you are Meat Boy, a boy made of meat. You have a girlfriend who is made of bandages. Her name is Bandage Girl. And there is this dude who is a fetus in a jar. His name is Dr. Fetus, and he hates you. So he beats up your girlfriend and takes her. I mean, we all need bandages for our meat, don't we? Is this a sure. sequel to Is this a sequel to Earthbound? No. It's <laughs> also a flash game on Newgrounds just called Meat Boy. Oh, Newgrounds. It's another Earthbound-inspired RPG. <laughs> there are fetuses also... in that one, I don't know. It is also one of the best 3D platformers you can possibly really? play. Really? Wow. It is, on the, it is it is it is the perfect level of challenge. Super Meat Boy is the kind of game that understands the challenge does not have to be based on an endurance contest, but instead of more bite-sized, small increments of actual challenge. Therefore, when you die, you're only set back 20 or 30 seconds because that's how long a level is. So you're never lingering over a death, worrying about how long it's going to take for you to get back there. There Great. are hundreds, hundreds of levels, <clears throat> all well-crafted, all with incredible music. And it's there, there are secrets within the one-screen levels where you can go into warp zones, find levels based off the Game Boy, the NES. Hmm. It's so, it's such a perfect level of difficulty. It's so much fun to play because it controls so smooth. He slides and jumps on walls. It, 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 it's one of the best games ever made. Cool. And I went out and bought, I, I, it, when I, before I had Steam, it was only available on the Xbox Live Arcade. I went out and bought the $100 Xbox router you needed to get on the Xbox store. So I basically paid $100 just to play Super Meat Boy. <laughs> And it was worth it, I reckon. If yeah. I can speak a bit on Super Meat Boy, um, because Super Meat Boy is also in my top 50 games of all time. Um, it's not my favorite 2D platformer. No, but, not mine either, but it's um, pretty damn close. Super Meat Boy is one of those games oh, yeah. that 
at time, it's one of those games that I could beat my head against a wall for eight hours at a time and still feel like no time has passed because wow. the challenges are so short and simple and you know that you can do everything. The game makes it very clear that you know how to do everything that is being thrown at you. Um, you just have to do it all in perfect succession. Um, I think the Steam achievements are bullshit for this game. Um, but other than that, honestly... Oh, and the game has one of my favorite soundtrack. It is probably my favorite video game soundtrack ever made. Um, Specifically the original, not the one that um, the uh, the guy got into a legal battle over. This is yeah, no, nah, the Danny B soundtrack uh, is is the best. It's my favorite video game soundtrack ever made. Um, this is you're, you're all high praise in the hell. Of this. Yes. I have wonderful. seen... I have seen stuff about Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the game. Okay. Yeah, let me just say... Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is a great game. It's a lot of fun. And in terms of movie, uh, movie, other culture adaptations, it's one of them. It's like it's, it, you could you could make an argument for being Taylor. the top ten best. Taylor, I don't know if it's. I mean, having played it, I don't think it's as much an adaptation of the movie as it is an adaptation of the no, of the right, books. Out, you're right, but it came out um, in response to the movie. That it did. But you know, it looks more like the O'Malley doodles than they do yeah, yeah. Sarah. So, um, but I yeah, stop it, uh, yeah, I I like beat 'em ups a lot um, because I uh, I grew up on uh, the Simpsons arcade game. Yeah. Um, which is kind of like almost exactly what Scott Pilgrim is uh, emulating uh, with uh, a river. City They're trying to do that sort of like like that that kind of aesthetic. I think. Yeah. yeah. It's something that I would love to co-op play with you guys. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, just really hurt from me and Christian who are voting. So what about the rest of you? I mean, can I just say, uh, I haven't like, played I, either. Uh, I'm not, I'm not a huge, I'm not like a huge platformer, like 2D platformer guy. Um, uh, so like, I'm a hundred percent behind um, Scott Pilgrim just because you know, I think it's a great game. I love it. I love, I love its style. I love the fact that it's an adaptation of the comic book rather than the movie. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, I mean, I get, you know, I gotta say, I mean, um, <laughs> there, there are very few games in which I'm. There are very few uh, franchises in which I'm willing to root for, uh, in which I'm willing to root for a uh, character who um, has openly dated a high school girl despite being significantly older. Yeah. Than that. <laughs> yeah. I always forget that happens. <laughs> yeah, he it's wants. It's the first line, Christian. It's the first line in the comic book. I didn't read the comic. I only watched the Edgar Wright movie. No, no, no. Yeah, well, that's, that's the first line of the movie. Wow, I, it's, been been nice, <laughs> it's been a I while. It's been a while. I actually haven't seen the movie. Um, really? Uh, I must have tried to forgot right about it. The movie's I great. Edgar, I love Edgar Wright. I almost saw it in the Chris Evans is also great in it. Yeah. Wait, you haven't seen the movie? I know you know what the alternate ending is. Yeah, I know about that, but I watched that on a video about Edgar Wright. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone have any more thoughts about Super Meat Boy or Scott Pilgrim? I don't really have anything to add. Uh, I mean, after Graham, as, as as much as like, I I love the the Scott Pilgrim movie. Be beat 'em ups have always been kind of like, sort of like an eh genre for me, just because like I feel like, I don't know, it doesn't not as like, engaging to me, but also like not too great at platformers either. But I feel like I can appreciate Super Meat Boy like a bit more because yeah. I feel like like a like a really good platformer versus a really good beat 'em up. I feel like even me like I'd be like, well, I prefer the, like the platformer. Mm -hmm. uh, and I can't speak on to whether Scott Pilgrim versus the World is of 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 like the top of the 
the beat em up genre, or if it's just a solidly made beat em up. It's probably yeah. closer to a solid All right, Clanky. Um, I played Super Meat Boy. I thought it was a pretty good game. Um, it didn't grab me the way it grabbed everyone else because, like, I know, like, I don't know. I like platformers. I'd say I'm a big fan of them. And, like, I definitely admit that Super Meat Boy has some great challenge and everything, but, like, I. I always hear about like how everyone's like oh you know like this game really sucked me in and like I had to beat it I think I got past like the first like regular worlds but then like I have to do like the the the, the, the I know what they're called in Celeste the b-sides I forget what they're called in this game. dark worlds dark worlds okay yeah like I didn't feel any drive to want to beat all the dark worlds and I don't know usually that doesn't happen to me with platformers you don't I'm, not saying, I'm not saying I know I don't have to but I mean you if I usually to. have the drive to do it with a lot of other platformers how come I don't have the drive to do it with Meat Boy? That is interesting. Yeah, that is an interesting take yeah. because I don't know, like, because Meat Boy levels are so short, especially in the first world, that, like, the yeah. first world is not going to take you very long to begin with. I know Burnout yeah, I mean, is... They, they are, like, they are very short, but I mean, like, if you're bad, it is still going to take you a while, despite yeah. the fact that it's short. It took me ages. I, that's why Burnout's the thing. I think I, you can burn out on Super Meat Boy, honestly. Yeah, I've never... <laughs> I've, you can I've, burn I've, out I've, your meat. I've always been... I've always been interested in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I re I like Mix It. I really like the fact that it's based off the comic and not the movie. Yes. Um, I think that's really interesting. And I guess my only problem is that it's a beat-em-up, and I'm not really a big fan of beat-em-ups. And um, let me just say, there is um, having played both games, um, I, I, I can say this. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, there, one, of the, one of its flaws is that because it's a very short game, yeah. um, because, um, like, you know, each... Oh, what the fuck? Oh yeah, that's like that's my timer going off. Uh, okay. You can keep that's talking. Terrifying. This will be our last thought. I thought my computer was going to explode. I tried to mm. I tried to stop it before it gets the to that mission, point, but I should you forgot. choose to accept it? <laughs> um, due to the brevity of the levels, um, what they've done instead is because there are RPG elements, your characters level up in the game, so it's it's kind of part RPG. But because there are so few levels, the game can't keep up with the scaling of enemy difficulty. So it basically demands you go back and replay levels in order to stand a chance on later levels. Hmm. And um, that's essentially saying you have to grind in this beat-em-up, which is not a great thing. Hmm. And maybe why I never beat it. I see, I see. All right, so... I mean, you can't really speak on it if you've never beaten it. I mean, I've never beaten Super Meat Boy. You've never, never beaten your meat, Christian? I've done, I guess I haven't. <laughs> so... Um, let's the, let the voting begin, unless anyone has a, well, yeah, well, actually, we'll, we'll cut thoughts here, and we'll get to those when people vote. Um, I will vote for Super Meat Boy, because it is one of my, in, in my top 50 favorite games, and is one of my favorite 2D platformers. Um, Graham, which one are you going to be voting for? Uh, Super, Super Meat Boy, I just, I kind of, like, I, I know, I know, like, there was a whole big thing of, like, oh, like, they finally, like, just re-released it, but I'm just, like, uh, Super Meat Boy, I feel like, just... I also just like the aesthetic, like, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's weird, because I feel like it's a worse aesthetic. <laughs> no, it's, it's, I like it. I personally like it. Um, Taylor, your vote? Again, yeah. I think it would be really fun to get four people for a co-op with Scott Pilgrim, but Super Meat Boy not only is it in my top ten favorite games of all time, but once again, I need to express it's the perfect difficulty, and that is mm -hmm. just so hard to, to land. Mm-hmm. Melvin, Clunky's, Clunky, in my opinion, don't matter. But I so, want to hear your votes anyway for the record. So, Mick, what's yours? I I mean, I, I, I think I made that obvious, Scott Pilgrim. Yes. And Clunky? Uh, I guess I have to choose Meat Boy, so I'll choose Meat um, Boy. If you feel so inclined. 
Um, these are the votes. Meat Boy wins by a landslide. Let's. I figured it would. Yeah, not because Scott Pilgrim's bad, of course, but because Meat Boy is too good. I think with five people, a landslide has to be a perfect five. That's true. That's true. And we haven't reached that yet. Now, this next yeah. round, I'm very excited for. Yes. I'm very excited. I am once again oh, being thrown God. to the wolves. So, uh, oh God, a good number of us know Danganronpa, but not a lot of us know about Alan Wake. The round will start in three... Two, one, go. Hey, Mick, yeah. how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, Alan Wake, it's basically, someone was like, I want to make, make a Stephen King video game, uh, but I don't have the rights to any Stephen King properties. I know I'll make my own. Oh, we also apparently don't have the rights to Maine, so I guess we'll set it on the exact opposite side of the country in <laughs> Oregon. <laughs> Otherwise, it is so Stephen King, they quote him like three times in the game. Um, it's about a writer who goes away with his wife uh, to this small, sleepy little town in, uh, in the Pacific Northwest um, to, to help him with his writer's block. Um, and uh, what's going on? It's shining. What? Yeah. That's See what I mean? See what I mean? <laughs> Which is also set in Oregon. Yeah. Is it? No, isn't it? Shining's in Maine, I think, right? No. No. No, Shining's like the one Stephen King novel that it's not set. I'm pointing. Yeah, I'm not pointing. Anyway, point me. Um, what's going on? And then, um, this weird, um, this weird, like, witch that lives in the ocean kidnaps his, kidnaps his wife. Um, and, it, and and something else, but I, I don't want to spoil it. Uh, spoil it. Um, and all the and a bunch of people in the town have become infected with like this darkness um, that's like making them like do, like, it. It's hard. It's hard to explain. It's kind of like the Tommy Knockers, where they're just kind of attacking people, and there's no explanation for it. Um, and so the majority of the game, you're fighting. You're fight. Basically, you're fighting against like, like. Think of the kind of person you'd meet in the woods at night. You're just fighting those people, except they have darkness as armor, and you need to shine light on them in order to, uh, uh, in order to like uh, get through their armor, and then you can actually kill them. Um, what's going on? And so there's this like really interesting interplay where it's like the enemies are pretty much invulnerable until you shine light on them, and so obviously you have your flashlight for that, which you need constantly find batteries for. for. Um, and, or you could do things like taking out like a flare and keeping them at bay that way. Yada yada yada, but really the most interesting thing is this is this is the storyline, which, as I say, is really heavily Stephen King inspired. Like as you said, it's it's a similar premise to, uh, um, uh, you know, The Shining, and then I just the Tommyknockers, and then there's other things like there's this other like there's this other author author who always whenever he appears he's in a diving suit and it's never explained why. <laughs> Um, and it turns out the witch is his ex-wife, except he was cheating on her with this other woman who lives in a, who lives in a dam covered in light bulbs. Um, <laughs> so, can I ask a question? Yeah. Um, I love Stephen King, and I really like Danganronpa, because Danganronpa has a really unique gameplay style. And while I love the Stephen King atmosphere vibes, yeah. And while I love the Stephen King-inspired setting that you're describing to me, how does the gameplay really set itself apart from others, sort yeah, of like over the shoulders? It sounded very generic. Uh, it is. Um, oh shit! The one, like the one thing, the one thing it has that really separates it from other is the is the whole the fact that like you can't hurt enemies until you have shined light on them. Oh, I hate that. That's so like there's the literally one, a shining. That's, that's like the Pirates of the Caribbean level in Kingdom Hearts too. Oh. <laughs> 
where you can't hit the heartless unless they're in light. Uh, Christian, uh, Christian, there's a level where all you fight is clowns. Oh my no! god! Oh, you're playing to the judges. You don't get to play the clown card. You're playing to the judges. You're right playing now. the clown card. Okay. Better a clown card than a clown can card. Can I? Can I settle the bat for Duncan Rump? <laughs> sure. Yes. Actually, yeah. Okay. I want to know, Graham. Um, so. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Taylor, I'm gonna get you on the side. Dongarampa is very similar gameplay style to a to Ace Attorney. Yes. A lot, a lot of it, all the trials are trying to figure out um, like like little things like in someone's statement that don't make sense and disproving them. But you solve them by literally like loading truth bullets into a truth gun and shooting at statements. Um. Yes. So the the thing that I think um, separates Danganronpa from Ace Attorney is its atmosphere, which is way more tense because it's way more contained. When you play in the world of Ace Attorney, even though you know there's only a handful of people who could have done it, in Danganronpa it's way it, even though there are more yeah. suspects, it's far more specific because you're in a locked space. You know that there are only 15 or so people here, and therefore everyone is just as equally guilty until you yes. can figure out who done it and, it and it's very tense because you spend a lot more time getting to know these people to the point that you can actually hang out with them like a social link yes. persona and any one of them could no matter what you've done end uh, up dead the next day and it's or, or be or be the killer and or be, yes the, or be the killer. There, there's no nice all the murders like they have like such unique motives and like things to them. Basically, okay, so yes, I have. Okay. Uh, we just It'd be really it. weird if he said all of this and he'd yeah. never played the game. Can I say some? They're currently playing through Danganronpa two. Yeah. Can I say some words actually? If that's okay. Um, yes. I think Danganronpa one is the weakest Danganronpa game in my opinion. I also feel that way. True. Wow. It is true. No, actually, it's not. Never mind. Oh yeah, no, I know, I know your opinions, Clucky, but uh, <laughs> but it set, but it set a standard. Yeah, and yeah, and I think it being the Danganronpa one having the weakest cast almost, almost gives Alan Wake an advantage for me, but it's not quite enough. Can I it's... ask a question? I'm sorry, just really quick. Hmm. What's what's Alan Wake's genre? Uh, psychological yeah. horror, but I was uh, say it sounds a survival horror. Yeah, it yeah it actually doesn't say it doesn't it, it describes itself as psychological horror rather than survival horror um but in mainly it's a gameplay, is that, is there a in terms of gameplay not really it's in terms of gameplay it, it's very much uh like uh resident evil 4 resident evil games i, I would almost say danganronpa is also kind of psychological horror in a very different way a lot more visual yeah I would, I, I would say i would say that danganronpa is less psychological horror and more of a thriller um yes okay yeah that's fair mm. Plus, yeah. also, uh, just I don't know if this will sway anyone. Dongarumpa has an absolutely fucking stellar soundtrack. It's true. So, yeah. so does Al so does Alan Wake. Alan Wake has the developers Remedy are really good friends with this mm. one um, with this run band called Poets of the Fall, who are incidentally on my top fifty list. Um, mm. And they did a number of songs to the point where actually. They have a music video that is just Alan Wake the game in the music video, and also they appear in the game as characters as part Ooh. of a heavy metal band where they play two guys named Odin and Thor. Uh, <laughs> and yes, um, at one point, at one point, Thor does grab a hammer and kill a nurse with it. 
Wow, oh, holy fuck. Um, I just, yeah, I just did just to further supplement Graham's point. I think what, um, even though I prefer Ace Attorney to Danganronpa every time, I think what uh, one of my, like, the highlight of any Danganronpa moment is its finale in terms of you're, you give a closing argument and the, the main theme plays as you reflect on the entire experience of the case. And the way Danganronpa presents its information is in such a way that you're going to walk away remembering every detail of every case, which is an incredible thing because it makes you really really is connected to the story. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I'm going yeah. to say it's uh, voting time now. Yeah. Um, and for me, if it was any other Danganronpa game, I actually, I, I it, it would be so much easier to have say... Have you played Alan Wake? I've not played Alan Wake. It would be so much easier for me to completely get on board with, with saying, yeah, Danganronpa. If it was any other Danganronpa game but the first one. But at the end of the day, don't go contrarian for the sake of contrarian, though. I'm I'm picking. Don't doubt my votes. I'm picking my <laughs> votes based off my own personal opinion, and I was gonna mm. pick Danganronpa anyway. So, okay. Um, okay, because it's so close between the two. I love everything you said about Alan Wake. Everything about it sounds fucking amazing. But well, since you can't be swayed anymore, I'm sending you this image. Okay, thank you, and I'll check it out in just a sec. Because I know uh, we said no outside sources, I just wanted to say I just want to send you it because I know you get a cut of it. Yeah. But anyway, Graham, your turn. What is your yeah. vote? I, as much as like I, re- I really want like I, I plan on playing Alan Wake at some point, like the remaster, and uh, so I could finally like give them money so they can. I know they already announced Alan Wake too, but I like to think if I if I give them more money, they'll make it faster. <laughs> <laughs> That's how MLMs start, Graham. I do want to play Alan yeah. Wake before Alan Wake Two, yeah. Uh, but Danganronpa is just such a unique experience to me. Um, it's just, I, it's just so much fun. Like, I, know, I didn't want to say this because, like, but playing it with a group of friends is one of the most fun things you can do. Agreed. With each of you voicing it, voicing a character. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. So Danganronpa. Mm-hmm. Taylor? Alan Wake is just not for me. I love Danganronpa. I was never going to win you over, Taylor. I knew yeah, I knew yeah, that. Yeah, I you were a lost cause from the start. I so, apologize, Nick. I, no, I, try to keep, I do try to keep an open mind. Listen, Alan I, listen never... basically, I, I think I thought I, would, I was convinced I could possibly tip Christian. I had no idea Graham was a Danganronpa fan. I thought he was going to be the Joker no, in the pack. That's the thing. I actually thought like Graham hated Danganronpa for some reason. No. No. <laughs> I no, I've known about Danganron for, for like for a very long time. Like I, I it kind of sucks that like I know everything about it. Like okay. as we're playing it, but I still love like just playing it. The experience is this. When Graham plays the yeah. game, he tells nobody. Yeah. Mick, we do just one text. Just, just K. Hey, Graham, how was Tales of Vesperia? It was good. Yeah, it was good. Honestly, like Tales of Vesperia, just like. It's very satisfying. It's almost satisfying to just play an eight out of ten game. Yeah, we'll like, talk about. Like this. No, well, I, I, it's just my point that Graham can just like go off, play that whole yeah, thing, and yeah. tell nobody. Yeah. We'll discuss have, those kinds of games of later. Elden Ring. Oh, but yeah. Elden Ring's great. No, uh, but we'll discuss that later. Uh, He'll get yeah. mad. Mick, yes. vote for Prosperity. Yeah. Alan Wake or Danganronpa? Alan Wake, obviously. And Clanky, vote for Prosperity. Uh, Danganronpa. All yeah, right, prosperity. submitting scores for Danganronpa to be the winner. Okay, and then... Can we, hang on. Oh, God. So, other than Mass Effect 2, uh, the loser's round is all some of my favorite games. Yeah, this oh, is going to be a yeah. rough loser's bracket. Yeah. Gonna this is going to be a rough one. Um, the the, the, so the big follies. It is. That's going to be great. 
We do a Scrooge McDuck dive into a sea of second place. Yeah. All right. So this next round, uh, gonna be fun. Um, <laughs> I think we, we can skip the cross examination <laughs> and go straight to the voting. We have a uh, no. We have Red Dead Redemption Two versus WarioWare DIY. Redemption. Gonna... Redemption. Red Dead Redemption. Redemption. Red Dead, very important. Red Dead Redemption versus WarioWare Redemption. Three, two, one, go. So I know. Listen, I know I lost. I know I lost. I know it's gonna be a one to four vote, but. I can. I didn't realize how much I liked WarioWare DIY until I looked up um, games that came out in 2010 and saw that in a wave of games that I've never played before. And then I realized the reason why I didn't play so many games in 2010 is because all I was doing was playing WarioWare DIY. <laughs> I got so invested in that game. I had, I like, I'm not a coder. I'm pretty, I'm not the smartest person out there, but WarioWare DIY made me feel like a fucking genius because I felt like I was coding all of these games and doing like a lot of like interesting things that like the game taught me to do and finding out stuff on my own that I could do that really made the games that I made like, I don't know, unique and special. Um, I want to punt like 13 year old Clanky in the face because he deleted all of those games, but I still, I don't know, I still have a lot of fond memories of that game, and I didn't even, like, remember it existed until I looked it up. So it's just kind of wild to me that, uh, I don't know, how much time I really spent playing that game. I'd like to spend a little time backing Clanky up just for a moment, because I want to preface this by saying I messaged him before this started saying, just so you know, I'm not voting for it, but we're going to say nice things about WarioWare yeah. DIY. I'd like to go, I'd actually like to go third, cool. honestly. Um, I also uh, played this game right when it came out. And like, it's so funny that you pitched the idea of punching a kid in the face because I made a micro game specifically to punch a 13-year-old in the face. Wow, dude. It was annoying. Um, Cla that's, cl that's honestly classic preteen behavior. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Like, you can do that. And again, to like further back up Planky's point, I'm a fucking idiot who can't learn how to do anything. And WarioWare DIY taught me its mechanics in an hour with a really charming tutorial, might I add, where like Wario is just like just down on his luck, like I don't know how to do anything, but I'm gonna be really narcissistic and haughty about it the whole time. And and it's just um, I would say that it it's like it's as creative as you can imagine up until a point because you can only design micro games in one way, and I think that's to its detriment. You can only tap on the screen, whereas in other WarioWare games, you can slide, spin, blow on the microphone. You can only play micro games one way, but there are, to its credit, you can do other things. You can um, design music, like Mario Paint style. You can make four panel comics, which I love. And, you know, of course, the game comes bundled with a series of micro games anyways, so you're not without something to do. Um, I, I also, it's the only DS game that I own two boxes of, um, which I just don't, I don't know why. That's a story for another time, I feel. Yeah. Can I just jump in and say one thing about, uh, about what Taylor said? Mm -hmm. um, I do think that it is really cool that they, even though it is a game designed to make your own game, they still give you, like, a WarioWare experience in it if you don't want to create any game. Granted, it's not a full WarioWare experience, but I still think it's charming enough that they included all of, like, the things you'd expect to see in a WarioWare game. Like, there's the one level that has, like, the song with lyrics in it, which is pretty cool. They have, like, the boss levels at the end that you can only experience from the pre-made games. It is disappointing you can't make your own boss levels, don't get yeah. me wrong. But 
I do I, like I do respect it for the fact that it can, even though it isn't like the best one, it can still stand as a WarioWare game, despite the fact that you don't have to. That, despite the fact that it's mainly about making WarioWare. So that's all, the, that's all the help I can offer you, Clanky. Listen, I know I'm losing. It's can, okay. Can I offer some help as well? Um, I have never played WarioWare DIY. I have played, <laughs> I have played about three to four, no, probably around like 10 to 20 hours of Red Dead Redemption. Um, mm -hmm. But I have never played WarioWare DIY. Yet WarioWare DIY has stuck out to me as one of the most, one of the, one of the most prominent games that I've never played because, well, I, have, I, I was not a WarioWare fan until recently. I am always a fan of game creation tools, and it's something that I've done, spent the majority of my life playing around with things in Roblox, Playcrafter, Game Maker, all this sort of different stuff. But Little Big Planet too is one of my favorite games of all time, yeah. um, and I feel like honestly, if I played WarioWare DIY around the time that I was playing Little Big Planet two, it might also be in my top fifty. I I and and Red Dead Redemption. I put 20 hours into it, and I liked it a lot, and I had a lot of fun. But I think if I played both games to completion, I would like WarioWare more. You can't really so complete true. WarioWare. So true. So true. Does anyone else have any extra thoughts to add in these last three minutes? We haven't I, even John Mark. I was going to say that, Mick. Damn you. We haven't even talked about Red Dead Redemption yet. Well, we got three minutes, so let's talk about Red yeah. Dead Redemption for a little while, if we even need to. Red Dead Redemption, uh, like it, it's hard for me to like separate my feelings from Red Dead Redemption one and two, just because two is such like a fucking phenomenal like ten out of ten game. But Red Dead Redemption is just a very strong narrative about a an old gunslinger forced to confront like his past comrades. It's it's in this backdrop of the whole thing of like the West is dying. Yeah, it like, takes place super late. It's 1911. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, it, like, literally, like, the first image of the game that you see is a car being brought to the Wild West. It's like yeah, proof, that, proof, proof that, th yes, this the time the times are changing, and there might, there's not going to be a place for people like the main character anymore. John Marston. Yeah. Uh, John Marston. Um, I would go even further in terms of past its narrative, which is completely engaging all the way up to the end, challenging, um, doing doing things that I don't think all games are brave enough to do. And um, that's, that's all I'll say in terms of the narrative. But it's also just, as someone who had grown up playing a lot of Rockstar games, I felt like it was way better at asking me to engage with its world because there are so many Rockstar games where all I want to do, mostly in Grand Theft Auto, I just want to do the missions. I don't feel like going on murder sprees. I don't feel like going 50, you know, like 50 minutes across the map to go do a taxi mission. Red Dead Redemption is so good at giving you rewards for engaging with its world. There are four different tiers of challenges you can do. Um, like in terms of engaging with mini games, in terms of engaging with its gunplay, hunting animals, treasure hunting. It's, it gives you all of the tools necessary to complete it. And it in re and 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 that and that's like I completed it 100%. I think before I really completed games, it might have been like one of the very first games I completed 100%. And I felt that everything I did in it was very worthwhile. And the missions were diverse. I think the setting was really good. And it's not so big that it feels like it just um, 
it just milks its length out, which is one of the reasons why I had a difficult time latching onto its sequel, because I felt like it was just sometimes just scenic for the sake of it, which I know is a whole other argument. But um, it's Red Dead Redemption 1 is like very special, and to me, set like a new precedent for Rockstar games. I'd like to give Graham and Mick a chance to talk about some things if they want to, because we are actually yeah. uh, out of time, but I want you nah, to nah, add nah, some I thoughts. Mean, li listen, Red Dead Redemption kind of speaks for itself. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the one thing. I, I haven't played all of it. I Basically, I rented it for a week from my library once. Uh, I think I got, I like just made it to Mexico. Uh, About a third. Yeah, it, it's like, I, 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 there isn't really much I could, I, I could say on it. It's just such a great story if we're, if we're gonna be like doing these like best games i, I think a lot of, we should elevate the games that we feel represent the medium at its best and i feel like red deb it is just the medium at its best that's a great way of wording it yeah that's a great way well, of wording well said, well said graham yeah great way of wording it um I think if nobody else has any other thoughts, I think it's voting time. Yeah. It's voting time! I should have done that during the Duncan Rampa oh. part. So, or the dreadfully wrong one. And I'm about to make the dreadfully wrong one because I loved my time with Red Dead Redemption. My, my best memory of Red Dead Redemption is sitting in the main town and shooting every single carriage that came in until there was a, a pile-up of carriages just in the middle of the town. I'm John Larson. I don't want to be an outlaw. And I'm giving my votes to WarioWare DIY because I, it really does come no. down to the fact if that... If WarioWare I... DIY wins this, I'm killing all of you and then myself. <laughs> no, what do I do? Incorrect, Michaelis. Incorrect. <laughs> I'm a sucker for game creation tools. That's that's really what it is. Oh, Graham, Graham, your turn. Red Dead. Yeah. All right, it lost. Taylor, your turn. I just want to say, even though I think WarioWare DIY is great, I'll say, I say even in terms of Christian of all of the other game creation games um, that you brought up, I still think WarioWare DIY is probably weaker. I don't think that there is a whole lot of depth to its creation tools and where that may be part of the reason why i was able to engage with it better i still I think it's great red dead redemption's better red dead uh, redemption mick your vote I, I do you have to ask i i will his name is john mixton yeah <laughs> and clanky your vote taylor shut the fuck up my name's john marston <laughs> yeah. yeah i remember clanky your vote uh warrior well, WarioWare got two, so that's that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, it's our... doing this. We're never going to get a five to zero. Oh. All right, the yeah. next round: Kirby's Epic Yarn versus Super Mario Galaxy Two. Ooh, Let me get the timer set up here, and on your marks, get ready, go. I would like to start this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, self, yes, self. So, I put Kirby's Epic Yarn on the list. And I put it on there because I didn't have a lot of 2010 games. But as I thought about it more and more, and I and I went and I, I started off saying, yeah, I'm definitely voting for Galaxy 2. Um, as I thought about it more and more, I realized that maybe I don't know what to vote for anymore. <laughs> because, and it really comes down to this thesis statement. Kirby's Epic Yarn is a game that was made from the heart. Super Mario Galaxy 2 was a grab for cash. Oh, true. Oh, true. So true. A very well, Taylor. Taylor, I'll say this: 
It is a very well-made, very well-made, enjoyable grab for cash. I knew this would be an incendiary statement, but I I figured for the yearlies, I was allowed to throw some dirt. That's a nasty way to put it, Christian. It's very nasty, because I'm a nasty man. That's and, not and I'm I'm not going to be. Boy. I don't feel like being nice to Galaxy there Two today. A, there is a ton of love in Galaxy Two, and there are so many wonderful decisions there, that there. don't make it feel like. Yes, the interfaces are similar. Yes, they were made on the same console. But if we're going to use Galaxy Two and just talk about how it's not Galaxy One, then we're not then we're not doing this correctly. There are a lot of great things in Super Mario Galaxy Two, and. There are a lot of things in Galaxy 2 that I will never agree with the developers on. In any of their decisions, I will never what, be what? able to. The the change in aesthetic style, the change in level design to be more, so much more linear, so much yeah, more... Yeah, so that's actually something I want to say about uh, Super Mario mm-hmm. Galaxy 2, is that Super Mario Galaxy 2 is... I, I, there's a universe where I think you could... I, 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 I'm not opposed. If someone wants to argue with me that the level design is technically better and that um, the like the, the game is actually like... A, like the level design is better, the, 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 the things you have to solve are, are actually more engaging, that's fine. But it really just feels like a Mario game rather than mm-hmm. Mario Galaxy. Like the whole... You know what? Yeah, I agree with that. Also, I, uh, you can speak, Kat Taylor. I just want to say one thing. To me, Super Mario Galaxy 2 feels closer to Super Mario 3D World than it does Mario Galaxy 1. Exactly. What? Yeah. 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 takes. What? This is this is crazy talk right here. We're getting I spicy. I do not see things the way you guys see this. Mm-hmm. Every time Galaxy 2 comes up with you guys, I feel like it just gets roasted because it's not Galaxy 1. No, no, no. And- it's not a Mario it's Galaxy a, game. Of course it's a Mario Galaxy game. It is totally a Mario Galaxy game in the best possible way. It takes all of the same elements of Galaxy 1. And by the way, saying that it's like a more linear Galaxy 1, Galaxy 1 was already so linear. So, it's But like, its worlds were, had much more intricate design to them that no, made them... Yes, uh, they the needed world. to fit more stars Taylor, in those let me, worlds. Taylor, let me put it this way. Let, let me put it this way. Super Mario Galaxy 1... Feels like you're in space. Super Mario Galaxy 2 okay, feels like say, Super hey, Mario hey, World hey, where you're in purgatory. We're not talking about Galaxy 1 versus Galaxy 2. We're talking about Galaxy 2 versus Epic Yarn. That's why I said we can't just do this in terms yeah. of comparing it to Galaxy 1. I didn't Galaxy even Day. finish my whole thesis. I didn't even finish the whole thing. No. Yeah, no, but you can't use, oh, this isn't Galaxy 1 when we're comparing it against Epic Yarn. Galaxy so 2. Epic Yarn? Galaxy 2, as a game, feels like it's going through the motions. Honestly, whereas something like Kirby's Epic Yarn does does takes the formula of Kirby and literally does something completely different. Worse. It's uh, so you're saying the Yoshi formula is bad, is worse than the Kirby formula, is what you're saying, um, because Kirby's Epic Yarn is way more like a Yoshi game than it is like a Kirby game. But I digress. Um, Kirby's Epic Yarn introduces it, it spurred a lot of controversy for not allowing you to die at all in it, and. I think that controversy was not well-founded at all, because I think games where you aren't able to die should be encouraged today, honestly. I think that's something... I don't care about that. Yeah, and I'm glad that none of us care about that, but... um... But Epic Yarn wasn't even going to be a Kirby game. It was going to be a Prince Fluff game. And they added their own sense of Kirby flair to it while also keeping it as its own separate thing. And it's a spin-off game. Yes, it's not really a mainline Kirby game. It doesn't matter either. 
but what ha what matters is the fact that every inch of the game is coded in this love for what they're doing. Goodfeel really knows how to put detail and just an immense amount of care into every single enemy, every single world. Everything you do is just you feel like they 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 they, they, they it's like it's like painting something by hand, you know. They went through each meticulous detail and added all these different like little things in the background and the foreground and the things you pull away and the oh it's like I don't I, I think it is physically impossible to be unhappy while playing Kirby's Epic Yarn. Mm. True. I will say now I'm never gonna like Epic Yarn. That's really all I have to say. I just feel like Galaxy 2 is going through the motions while Kirby's Epic Yarn was made from scratch. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah I, mean, uh, I definitely agree I definitely agree with you, Taylor, that we shouldn't be comparing it to Galaxy 1. We should be comparing it to Epic Yarn. But I still feel like Epic Yarn, I don't know, it does something different from the regular Kirby formula, but I, it's a good kind of different. My only complaint is that it's maybe a little too easy, but at least I'm enjoying myself. Listen, when these, t these games are both platformers, and if I have to ask myself which one of these games I'm going to get a more rewarding, more engaging experience out of, it's going to be Mario Galaxy 2. Because I feel as though, first of all, Mario Galaxy 2 has so many additions um, that I love in it. I love the addition of the cloud suit that allows me to generate power-ups. I love the addition of the boulder suit that allows me to roll, th uh, that allows me to go bowling. Every power-up feels meaningful and never under or over-utilized. It has... Every, every mission feels like a brand new set of interesting platforming challenges, and they manage to go even further beyond that by the fact that they have so many diverse level locations. They added so many more levels, and yes, that means you're spending less time in them, but what that also does is help immensely with pacing the game from level to level, moment to moment gameplay. There are way more, there are tons of bosses. There are, there is a ton of challenge. I remember it was, it may very well be the first game that I 100%ed. I went out once you get all 120 stars, you can get 120 green stars, and that leads to a perfect run challenge with one of the most hard, one, which set a trend for one of the hardest Mario Galaxy. It's it's like it's like it's like Kirby. If Kirby's epic, uh, epic yarn is easy at its easiest, Mario Galaxy 2 can be way more challenging at its best. And I find the challenge of Mario Galaxy 2 far more rewarding. I find um, I, I I don't love the uh, the hub world of Mario Galaxy 2. I suppose I'll give Kirby's <laughs> Epic Yarn that that point that get like a little hotel room that you get to manage but um i even find the co-op experience of galaxy 2 more engaging i played this with my cousin and he picked up star bits and had like an amazing time we figured out how to get infinite one-ups through paralyzing enemies together it's just so there's just so much more polish to me in that i am it's just it's just something that comes with the territory of being a mario game i don't agree that it plays like 3d world or not like a galaxy 2 i think it plays exactly like it and just from what i want out of it um is better but um yeah we are actually reaching the end of our time if no one else has any reaching thoughts, can, I, can i ask one quick question yes does galaxy 2 have the spring mushroom no it does it has no, the it summer does. mushroom it does in the chop works you can get the spring mushroom all right so for a mission uh multiple missions actually uh, and the spring mushroom does still suck it, it was a part of galaxy that sucks and but it has the cloud man and the yeah. cloud and Yoshi and Yoshi has three power ups of his own. All the all the new power ups are winners. Don't mm. bring tax evaders into this. <laughs> <laughs> um, are we about ready to vote? Does anyone have any anything they need to say? Yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna like where this goes. 
Well, I think, Taylor, I think you'll be fine. You just gotta suck it up sometimes, all right? Uh, you saw how my chip. Nick had two of his knocked off the board. I know, but I yeah. feel like Mario Galaxy 2 is getting knocked for all the wrong reasons. Well, it's, it's okay, because I'm voting for Mario Galaxy 2, actually. Hey. You traitor! I, I went against Mario Galaxy 2 because I needed to find the one thing I think was wrong about it. I actually love the rest of the game, so... Oh, yeah, I just had to make it look like a petty, stupid game, that's all. Yeah. I mean, look, I didn't lie. I didn't lie at all. I actually totally think that Mario Galaxy 2 is a Mario game going through the motions and is really, at times, pretty lazy. But even a lazy Mario game good. is still really good and better than FPR. People are enablers. <laughs> so, Graham, why don't you pick? This, this okay. is why Nintendo can get away with releasing garbage. <laughs> it's it's uh, kind of true. I, I haven't quite this whole time because it's really the only thing I have to say. The only thing I've really ever heard about Super Mario Galaxy 2 is that it's just more Super Mario Galaxy. Mm -hmm. And I really like Super Mario Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, so, bro. Yeah, it's more of a great thing. This is the only way I can vote. So Graham. I voted for Super Mario Galaxy 2. <laughs> Alright, Taylor, wow. I, I don't think I need to ask who you voted for. Wow. Mario Galaxy 2 is my favorite 3D Mario game. Whoa. Now that I super don't agree with, but that's okay. <laughs> Um, I was not expecting this. All right, Mick, your turn. Do it, Mick. Spite me. Can you click the X? What? The top, top, can you click the X on the top right corner of the, the, the window? No, nah, I can't click on that. It's, I can't click on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, can, can I just, Mick, are you like a big Epic Yarn fan? I mean, I'm not a huge Epic Yarn fan. Is this more just... about not liking Galaxy 2 that much? It's both the fact that I really love Kirby's Epic Yarn, it's also the fact that I despise Super Mario Galaxy 2. Whoa, 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 whoa. Despise? Despise. despise. despise I want that game to die. Multi, we have had multiple Galaxy 2 conversations, and despise was never a word you used. Yeah, you're right. I, I probably have never... Uh, I probably did, haven't used it before, because, you know, I, 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 didn't, I didn't feel like I was among friends. Um, the hate, the hate, bastard. <laughs> Alright, this is, this, is, this is the first bloodshed round. <laughs> this is gonna be, this is this bloodshed. Is... And Galaxy's winning! It's... Oh no, it's already won. It's but won. Left. It's already won! Super Mario, Super Mario Galaxy 2 is just, is, is just like, I mean, as Christian said, it is a cash grab. It is just, hey, let's make another Mario game. Should we add any interesting ideas? No, 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 quite the opposite. Bullshit! Half bullshit. Taylor, you won. Won. You don't have to stand right, right, down. Take it outside. Take it outside. Take it outside. <laughs> one of my, listen, this is one of my favorite games ever. It's it's difficult. It's difficult to hear. It, it can be it can be difficult to match. It's okay. Don't game. worry. The, the next boys take Manhattan. I sat through Alan Wake and Red Steel too. You Just can vote for Epic Yarn. Who are you the next voting boys for? Manhattan is going to be Epic like a Yarn. divorce proceeding. Clanky, who are you voting for? <laughs> Epic Yarn. Man, Epic Yarn would have okay. won if I voted for it. Now I almost regret my decision. Wow. Hey, it's not too late. You haven't clicked submit. Let's do um Halo Reach versus Cave Story. Um, oh, God. Eight minutes on the clock. Ready, <laughs> set, go. Cave Story. Okay. Oh, um, I want to start with Halo Reach. Oh, hang on. Uh, Jordan asked what Cave Story was. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Talk about we'll Halo Reach. No, it... Okay. So Halo Reach is the last... Bungie Halo ever released. It is a prequel to the first game, Halo Combat Evolved, and to, in my, I'm I'm not I'm not really going to talk about the game like game mechanics or anything because it's Halo. It's Halo. Um, yeah. 
But in terms of just the story, the best thing that I can use to describe the Bungie era of Halo is like this feeling that you are fighting against fate. And even though you are this unstoppable soldier, in the grand scheme of, in the grand scheme of things, humanity is still losing. You can, in Halo Reach, perfectly encapsulate this. You know what's going to happen because it's a prequel. You know Reach is going to fall. The only yeah, thing... Hang on, uh, Graham, don't spoil things, just FYI. Uh, well, I'm not going to play you it. Can't, not, you no. can't spoil it. It's a prequel. Well, does anyone care about Halo Reach spoilers? No. Um, okay. No. Everyone said no, no, it seems. I won't say specifics, just that, yeah, like, there's a book called The Fall of Reach, so you know it's going to, what's going to happen. What what you can but what you can change is you can fling out the light of humanity just a bit farther into the future, and hopefully someone else can like find the way to make sure humanity sees another day. Uh, you interact with like your own like this new squad of soldiers. Uh, you can customize your protagonist, which is not a thing you ever see in a Halo game. Um, and then you get to the multiplayer, which was, this was my first real big Halo multiplayer. By the time I, I had three in ODST, uh, the multiplayer scene had already kind of like died down for that. Uh, I, I've spent hours and hours just playing the infection game mode alone. Uh, that to me was the hot, but this Halo Reach had the best infection in my opinion. Um, and then you get into the level creator where you, you can make people have just made up like their own games in the level creator i once was like part of like a, a like a clan of people that like every like friday night we would like jump nail halo each play a custom game and it would be loads and loads of fun you too uh, yes <laughs> uh, yeah that's that's really all i have to say about halo reach it's it's in my opinion the the best uh, at the end of like this long line line of Bungie made Halos. Uh, uh, if if and, I can echo, they decided to end it where they began it. Yes. If I can echo a few things uh, about Halo Reach before we move on to Cave Story, I want to say that Halo Reach is one of the only Halo games I have played, and it is phenomenal. I did actually really enjoy my time with it, but um, I want to play it again on the Master Chief Collection so I can actually play it with a mouse and keyboard, uh, and probably mm -hmm. enjoy it even more. Um, anyway, who wants to talk about Cave Story? Tell y'all a story about a cave, story about a robot, roll into the whole lot of bravery, bravery. meet funny people in a cave, the doctor's got a whim to put the people into slavery, everybody's stuck inside the cave, nobody what is, he is saying? violent, world's smallest violence, e no, everything's happening today, run, grab a little gun, level up, damn, it's fun. <laughs> what? Did you write that? I really no. enjoyed a cave story when I, no, I'm I, was that like a rap? No, it's parental floss. I was about to ask, is that a Brennan? It had to, to have been a Brennan Yeah. Um, yeah. Go look up Cave Story with lyrics later. It's pretty damn good. Full um, disclosure. Like Cave Story is really fun. Full disclosure, I've never beaten Cave Story. Um, uh, I haven't but, the true ending. Yeah, I, I really did enjoy Cave Story though. I thought that it was uh, I thought that it was a quirky, fun little platformer, and I didn't know it was a Metroidvania going into it. So like, my mind was blown when I first like realized I actually had to go back. To like areas that like I previously explored and stuff because I mean like that was probably like my first exposure to a real Metroidvania, you know. Also, this this isn't as rare now, but Cave Story I think set a precedent of games that were made by one person that like kind of latched on. 
Absolutely. And um, I think that's unbelievably impressive because Cave Story, we're counting this as a 2010 game, but in reality, Cave Story was originally like a freeware 2004 game. Um, yeah. And the guy spent like five years in his free time working on it. And like the end result is like, it is still really good. I. I actually like have plans to replay it just to do the true ending because um, I hear that it's impossible. Um, yeah. So what you're saying um, is it should be disqualified. Well, oh. No, because even the freeware I believe was um, was Japanese only. Oh, okay, fair. It also kind of feels like the difference between Meat Boy and Super Meat Boy. That's not 100% accurate, but well, Meat Boy is actually a different game. Well, yeah, but I mean, like I I I, I view them in yeah. kind of like the similar a similar meat vein. Story. You know, it's weird, like, Cave Story, uh, you know, even though, like, I really like it, it's, like, one of those games that, like, I don't have a ton to say about it, because, like, it's just, like, it's just, like, a very good blend of mechanics you'll find in a lot of really good 2D games, like, you brought up Metroidvania, um, it, it reminds me of Ratchet and Clank a little, in terms of you have weapons that you can level up, um, uh, as you kill things, you collect little Doritos, and um, they level up your guns. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. You collect Doritos. I mean, they're, they're, they're like triangles. They're oh, okay, got it, got it. It's a, it's, it's like there's literally this... Doritos. Got it. Okay, so it's, yeah. there's like there's like one clip of uh of Witcher Three I watched by a streamer, and you oh, know, I'm just the, about to I'm just about to play that. The, the, mm. You can do this magic thing where you like like mess with their mind or whatever, and the, the symbol are like uh like orange triangles and uh, uh like swirling around his head, and uh, the streamer was like, I put Doritos in his brain. <laughs> um, happens. There's also um. There's also like a really charming narrative. There's a there's a talking suitcase named Balrog who basically has to pull a Kool-Aid man every time he enters a scene. Yeah. Oh yeah. You just yeah. sorry, you dropped a lot of things on us with that sentence. I no, know, right? True. But, that, but everything I said is exactly what I'm sh I'm sure, but you know, so there's a talking suitcase named Balrog. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah. It's, like a, it's like a gut punch and then instantly getting swiped across the face when he says, enters like the Kool-Aid man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, music is pretty solid. The main theme of Cave Story, very, very good. Yes. Um, and it's on everything. Yeah. And I went to music school, so all my music opinions are correct. <laughs> true, so true. <laughs> Um, does anyone went, else have anything to add? So I went to Super Mario Galaxy 2 school, okay? And, the, yeah. uh, and, and you know, like, a big... Not as, not, as, um, not as good of a degree as Super Mario uh, Galaxy school. I want, exactly. It's, it's, honestly, Super Mario Galaxy 2 school was you kind know, of just I, building on the foundation of Super can, Mario can, Galaxy can school. Can I just say, I'm mad, I'm, I'm mad now that that's one, because it means that we get another round where Mick gets to pick on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we have to decide what game what game Mick is going to choose over Galaxy 2, so we yeah. now we'll need to decide. That. By the way, in terms of comparing these two, um, it's I, I'm not really a good judge because I'm not a Halo fan, and it's one of the franchises that I'm not sure I'm ever going to play. Mm -hmm. so. I have played I have played both Halo and Cave Story. Um and I do like Reach. Um well, yeah, actually, this, this is this was what you wanted on the list, right? Was Cave Story? Yeah, I chose Cave Story. What um what like what prompted this? Like what kind of like what kind of what... Again, the main thing that prompted it was that I realized I didn't play a lot of twenty ten games. I like I like Cave Story. I wouldn't say I'm in love with it. I wouldn't say it's an amazing, special, super great game. But I really do enjoy it, so I am voting for Cave Story. It is my vote, right? Yep, you voted for yeah. Cave Story. 
Yeah, I'm voting for Cave Story. It's not that I don't like Halo Reach, it's just that like I've never really given it a fair shake. Mm-hmm. Mick, uh, what would you like to vote for? It's a little odd. I, I'm almost actually tempted to vote for Cave Story. Not because I think it's better than Halo Reach. Far from the... Quite the opposite. I, I, I haven't played Cave Story, and I know almost nothing about it, uh, other than what I've been told here today. Mm-hmm. Um, also in a Scott the Waz video. Now that t- <laughs> now that you guys brought up that uh, it's whatever you're gonna have to argue about Super Mario Galaxy Two with. Now I'm now I'm curious. No, now you, no, don't do it that. Like, come on. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, yeah you so must Halo choose. Reach. Uh, Halo Reach. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Taylor, your vote. Um, yeah, like I just I like Cave Story. I don't like Halo. Cave Story. And like that's 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 not being nice enough to Cave Story. Cave Story is an incredibly well made game. Mm-hmm. Alright, I wonder what Graham's voting for. Graham, I wonder what you're voting for. Halo story! <laughs> Halo. So wait, wait, Halo, Halo Reach, right? Halo there was a Halo. Paper Halo. Now I'm the tiebreaker, and I'm going to pick Cave Story. Let's go! Oh, cool. uh, let's uh, submit these scores. And yeah, we did it! Did it for you? Um, um, the Metroidvania kind of description really sold me, honestly. Gotcha. I- the next round, Sid Meier's Civilization Five versus Mass Effect Two. Um, didn't we just do this? No, no, no. What did Sid Meier's lose to? Oh, Fallout New Fallout. Vegas. Fallout. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was like, didn't we just do this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's okay. They're like the same game. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, Mass Effect Two and Fallout New Vegas were both my first two games on Steam. Oh, nice. So, Graham, this must be another tough round for you. You're gonna have a fun Although, um... Yeah. Anyway, Clinky, you go first. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I mean, again, I didn't express interest in Mass Effect 2, but, like, again, Civilization Five is one of those games where, like, I'm playing it, and then I go, oh, like, ten minutes have passed, right? And I look at the clock, and it's, like, 2 a.m., and mm. it's really hard for a game to do that to me nowadays, because I feel like, now that I'm getting, like, older, my time is a lot more precious. So, when a game is actually able to do that to me, I think it's really something special. So, I'd vote for Civ Five. Taylor? I'm also voting... Oh. Oh, Mick, sorry. Yes, Mick. I'm also voting for Civ Five. Yeah. Taylor? I haven't played either of these, but um, I have enough passing interest in Civ Five that I think it's something that I could I could enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. And even if I didn't, I would still play it over Mass Effect 2. All right, Civ Five. Graham? Mass Effect 2. And I am going to be... It doesn't really matter who I vote for, but I'm going to be voting for Civ Five. so there we yeah. go. Okay. T- I, Taylor, I do. I, I really do like that opinion. It's like, no, I'm voting. I'm, I'm voting for Civ Five because I get to say on Earth and not in space. <laughs> that is not what I said. But right. no, I know. But I, re- I read between the lines. The right. next round: Red Steel Two versus. Uh, don't do this Ooh. to me again. Scott Pilgrim no. versus the <laughs> World. Cool, the game. Though, because, you know. Does anyone have any last thoughts about either of these games? They'd like to try and no. sway the judges with. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World I played in the basement of a friend that I no longer talk to. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the Take best that place for to, what you will. That's the best place to play, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. That's where I, I played don't... it as well, actually. I think wow. About it. The same guy? You knew him? Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. No, no, of course not. Um, what the hell were you doing in South Jersey around then? <laughs> Scott Pilgrim also just has an incredible visual style and a pretty good soundtrack. Yeah. Man, so does Red Steel, too. So, uh, Glanky, what would you like to vote for today? I'm going to vote for Scott Pilgrim. <clears throat> Woo! Mick, who would you like to vote for? Red Steel 2. Of course. Taylor, who would you like to vote for? Scott Pilgrim, please. Ooh. 
And Graham, who would you like to vote for? I have to give it to Red Steel 2. Yes! Christian? Guess what my vote is. It's gonna be God. Red Steel. It's Red Steel 2. Alright. No! I mean, Nick, you know well, what's coming up next. My wild card can't even win in a, in, a, in, a, in a... It was a... It, Scott Pilgrim put up a good fight. But I actually don't know what's going up next. If it went against, no, the, if it went up against Alan Wake, I may, I may have uh, changed my Alan mind. Wake. Anyway, yeah, Alan, Alan Wake, Wake versus WarioWare DIY. Does anyone have anything they want to add? Okay, Remedy Entertainment had like the, the the only reason they made any games after Alan Wake was to make money to make Alan Wake two. Are you really gonna put that up against the worst WarioWare game? You you okay okay. Worst WarioWare is WarioWare snapped. Okay, the, fair enough. And after that, there's still Game and Wario. Yes, true. Game and Wario sucks dick too. Okay, it's okay. It's not that bad. WarioWare DIY. WarioWare DIY. Might be one of the most interesting and most unique custom like game maker like customization things that I've ever okay. played in my life. All that being the case, it is at the end of the day. A game where you make five-second games, and as nice as that is, this is this is this is spicy. WarioWare is man. This is spiced. I didn't expect this to be honest. <laughs> this is spiced. This is some. Sorry, Clanky, you won't be alone on this. Well, well Mick, do you, would you like to sell Alan Wake anymore? Or you think you're good? I mean. I, I, I my dad's name. That's pretty the... cool. <laughs> is his last name Wake? Oh, no. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Wake. Joe, your dad is Joe Pesci. Did I did I mention did I mention that there's a lot of Twin Peaks references in it? Oh god damn it, Mick! Don't do this you know to what? me. Mick, you can make as many Twin Peaks references as he wants. WarioWare DIY. Man, you compare <laughs> Alan Wake to a lot of things that aren't Alan Wake. Because Alan Wake, because that's what Alan Wake is. It's 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 basically <laughs> a video game pastiche. No, well, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. No, it's a it, pastiche. Pastiches you, aren't supposed you, to have their own identity. If you steal from enough things, you become something original. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Alan Wake doesn't do that, but it, with, like I say, it's a pastiche, and a pastiche is supposed to not be original. It's supposed to be aping something else. If mm. they if they try if they tried to be more original, they it, it would be well, you just you stole this from Stephen King, and then you know didn't really do anything interesting with it. Hmm. So what are you voting for? Clanky. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, DIY. Mick. Okay. Alan Wake. Taylor. You know, um, when I made that micro game about punching a kid, I showed it to my teacher, and she laughed because she also hated the kid that I was punching. Oh, my God. And oh my I did God. <laughs> so, WarioWare. Wow. Graham? Alan Wake. Mm, I'm the tiebreaker again, and it's not even a contest, unfortunately. It's WarioWare. Um <laughs> I tried, I tried, Mick. I tried. Mick, it was a good, it was a, it was a good fight. You got one yeah. of your two. You got one of your two in there. I know, I know. Okay. Uh, can I just say, I would, I really would have rather had Scott Pilgrim beat Red Steel Two than Alan Wake lose to WarioWare DIY. WarioWare DIY. DIY is a very good game. It stands for uh, Do It Yourself. I know, and that's what, and that's what sucks. That Remedy can spend all of their money trying to make a game that they love, and then, and then Nintendo can say, "Make your own games," and people are like, "Well, obviously, that's the better one." Well, it's like, so true. They also so gave us their true. Games. 
That's my favorite review of WarioWare DIY. It's like, no, fuck you, you do it. WarioWare is like Alpha Mario Maker. Yeah. Anyway, Kirby's Epic Yarn versus Halo Reach. Um, can I say a few more things about Epic Yarn in its defense um, before we do the voting? Um, mm. If you roast Galaxy 2, you're done. There's no Galaxy 2 here to roast, but I, I will. Know. I can assure you I'll do it next time. Um, okay. But Kirby's Epic Yarn is... Don't worry, the beatings will come. You will be beat. <laughs> there is no escape. Kirby's, Kirby's Epic Yarn is the kind of game that, that really subverts the idea of what a game can be, and I think that's very important. I, I think Halo Reach <clears throat> does a lot of great subversion tactics in its own story, but Kirby's Epic Yarn in its gameplay... And just how the, the the where the real challenge of the game comes in, not in like living or dying, but in getting the collectibles, is truly interesting. And I think Kirby's Epic Yarn is a great, neat like social experiment into the idea of games that are g games that are meant to solely be relaxing experiences and nothing else. So that's all I have to say. Hmm. Okay. Can I say one more thing in Halo Reach? Say yes. Halo Reach is uh, relaxing. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I mean, it, it can be. Uh, there, there are two missions that like I really love in Halo Reach. Uh, like, cause it, they they change things up in the Halo formula. Um, one, like, there, there is like a mission where you control like basically a space starfighter. Like, you have to like shoot around, like shoot enemy ships, and it's just a really fu fun like little distraction. And there's another one where it the it's set in like a burning city. You have to use your like little helicopter to fly different places but in between the location you have to go there'll be random uh, missions that will pop up it's random each time you play it uh like one mission you can find nathan villian another one time you might not find nathan villian perfect yep all right clanky halo reach you can buy you can find nathan villian <laughs> on the box clanky <laughs> sounds a lot like mick these days clanky what would you like to vote it comes down to this. I'm more interested in playing Halo Reach than replaying Kirby's Epic Yarn, so I'm mm. gonna give it to Halo Reach. Wow, Mick. I I mean I'm I'm giving it to Halo Reach because mm. I mean wow. like kind of sit like I played Halo Reach and like listen you, you you can hit space emus with a with a jeep. It is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. What did you say about those spicy moose? Taylor, your vote for prosperity. I mean, you already know where I'm going because I've already said my piece about Halo, yeah. but to further uh, cement the point, I went out and pre-ordered uh, Kirby in the Forgotten Land today because I'm yeah. realizing that I'm slowly becoming more and more of a Kirby fan to the point that this Good. is a game that I was never going to play, and now I do want to play Epic Yarn. So, um, yeah, Epic Yarn. At least it got that. Graham? Halo Reach. Of course. And I put in my vote for Epic Yarn, but Halo Reach wow. is the win roar. All right. All right. We're going through these at a, at a much more speedy pace. Now, in order mm -hmm. to continue the loser's bracket, we must move on with the regular bracket. So, are you all ready for the next round in the regular well, bracket? Yes. Well, Professor, it's been fun. <laughs> Fallout New Vegas versus Professor mm -hmm. Layton and the Unwound yeah. Future. Listen. Uh, Professor Layton is the end of a trilogy of games. It's, it, and, and in that sense, I think that it creates more payoff in its world than New Vegas can compared to its world of Fallout 3. Yes, New Vegas has Matthew Perry, but is that alone enough? Really? Uh, it has Rene Abajuana. Uh, I don't know who either of those people are. Uh, Matthew Perry was in Friends. Mm. Rene Abajuana, uh, Mr. House. He was, Ch he was oh. Chandler. 
Chandler. Which one was Chandler? <laughs> the, dry, the dry one, the sarcastic one. I've he never seen friends. He was Benny. He was Benny. Why do we have to get some friends? I wanted you to describe okay. him. Okay. Not... Taylor, can I counteract your, your point? Because Fallen Vegas is a send off to a trilogy because it is technically a sequel, more of a sequel to Fallout 1 and Fallout 2 than Fallout 3 is to Fallout 1 and 2. Check the chat. Huh? I mean, it's true. It's. <clears throat> it, Made by it had a lot more people like on staff right, like it's listen. set in the same world. Also, more than I think. Can I? Can am I capable of winning anyone over to Professor Layton's side today? Not me. Listen, I don't. If think it was so. another game, no. probably. Clanky. Yeah. Me. Can I, I can win you over? All right, look. Professor Layton in the Unwound Future is so good. Please fuck I like your strategy of pity. Your, your honor, the defense has started crying on the stage. <laughs> I just don't want. I just this is this is the farthest Professor Layton will go in any. Yeah, it worked in the OJ trial. It just, um, listen, it's just like I don't know. I just feel like it's a very original concept for a game. I don't feel like there are a lot of games, uh, like Professor Layton in the Unwound Future that have as much polish in their specific genre. Like I actively go out and look for games that play like Professor Layton in the Unwound Future just because I am so addicted to the puzzles and how how very much um, how very much the game wants you to solve its puzzles. It gives you a lot of hints. And when you solve a puzzle, the game tells you why your answer is correct. That's something I've always appreciated because it basically always explains every puzzle to you. Um, so sometimes, like, you'll get to a point where you just have to brute force a puzzle because you don't know the answer because you're not smart enough. And when you get it right, the game's like, good job. Here's why you're, Here's why this is the correct answer. And I just like that. I always mm -hmm. like like understanding the puzzle um, in, in all layers. And every puzzle is like that. The, mm -hmm. the puzzle creator, Akira Togo, rest in peace, um, just did such a good job of handling these. And um, it's just, and, and again, I just want to say the story of Unwound Future is like a really, really sweet one. But New Vegas is good too. I understand why New Vegas is going to win. I just mm. am also very sad. Can I, so, okay. can I can I put some sense in for uh, uh, New? Uh, can I say something? Mm. So uh, in when you first create your character uh, in New Vegas, um, the way they they test your met uh, a doctor tests your mental health by showing you a bunch of ink blot tests. And uh, one of the one of them towards the end, you have the three options of a light and darkness, a bearded man, or a mushroom cloud. However, it, most people who look at it saw the same thing. That wasn't an option. <laughs> Two bears high fiving. <laughs> later on in the DLC, later on in one of the DLCs where you go to uh, Zion National Park and there is a pseudo Native American tribe there, you can meet a man living in a cave whose name is Two Bears High Fiving. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. There's, there's, a mod, there's a mod that also allows. Adds yeah, that allows you. But the fact that you can actually yeah. like, there's a character in game called Two Bears High Five. Mm. I that's mean, it a, didn't it didn't have to sell me on the game, them. but it just adds to to, to the um, game for me. That's the honest hearts well, DLC. Yeah, yeah. What well, one? I will say one last thing. I just wanted to specifically talk about the DLC because three out of four of them are amazing. One of them is just kind of good. Um, <laughs> which one is just kind of good? Honest, okay. honest hearts, in my opinion, like it's it's one I'm like. It's a, it's a one like when going back I'm like oh either. yeah I gotta play uh, I, I love I, I know Chandler didn't like it but I love Dead Money's more survival mechanics no, and no, just no, the no, themes no, no, of no. Dead Money I like Dead Money's story a lot 
Yeah, I like the story and the gameplay is what I'm getting at. I think at. the gameplay is very frustrating. Um, I, I loved uh, I loved Old World Blues for its Old just weird wackiness. Uh, and uh, I also liked Lonesome Road just because I loved like, the finality of like giving you an arch nemesis. This conflict has been built up through not just the main game, but each of the DLCs, basically every coming into conflict with the person who caused every single thing in the game to happen to you. Um, and I love, I love that. Um, and yeah. And I, I wish I could talk about mods, but I can't, uh, because mods are just how I play it. Uh, it's all good. I'll just say critical thinking is the key to success. <laughs> Professor Layton. <laughs> We can expect God to load to do all the work. Loads gun with malicious <laughs> intent. So, um, Clanky, why don't you do the vote really quickly? Sure. Uh, I'm voting for Professor Layton. Thank you, Clanky. Uh, Mick, such a good, such a good human being. Uh, oh, Mick, fall into Vegas. Taylor, this debate reminds me of a puzzle. <laughs> I'm gonna say that's a vote for Professor Layton. Yes, obviously. Graham. Fall out of Vegas, and I'm the tiebreaker, and it's it's it was it wasn't very hard for me, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. you know what? That's adding insult. That it is adding a bit of insult, but again, I'm, I'm me. tell hey, me that you agonized over it. I'm feeling hey, Taylor, spicy. Taylor, at least the games you chose are games other people like. <laughs> I, I'm alone in a fan. I'm a, alone in a fan club of one. I told you that Red Steel Two is on my backlog. Yeah. Red Steel 2 is still in it. Red Steel 2 is still in the Yeah, tournament. I know. Red Steel 2 is still in it. All right, next all... round. Yeah. Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver versus Super Meat Boy. Oh, my God. Okay. Rocket uh, Monsters versus the Meat. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. I feel, I feel like everything has been said already about these. Oh, yeah, yeah no. Yes. What you like more, a Pokemon game or a hard platformer? Yeah. 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 They're, they're two different animals, no pun intended. Nobody has anything to add to these. Uh, I don't think we talked about Pokemon very much, honestly. We didn't really Pokemon. need to, I, I guess. I feel like, we, I feel like we, yeah, because I, I feel it's like Pokemon. everyone has a general... Who cares? Is like... a Pokemon game? It's a Pokemon game. Mm. You just can't talk about Pokemon anymore. It just never goes well. Oh. It matter, Which is unfortunate. It's a better game. It is true. Taylor, you go first. Super Meat Boy, always. This Graham? is apparently an order known only to uh, Christian and no one else. Pokemon, <laughs> Pokemon Heart Gold. I, I just love Pokemon. I'm going to put my vote in for Super Meat Boy. Mick, your vote? I'm choosing Pokemon because I, I Super Meat Boy is not my kind of game, and even though I... Even it, though this is a Pokemon game with nothing new in it? I mean... Your words? Yeah, no, 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 exactly. But when I played it, it was new to me. Um, You're choosing Super Meat Boy, Mick? No, I'm choosing... Uh, oh, Pokemon. Jeez. Oh, no. My oh, brain. Oh, no. What's, uh, sorry, Clanky. What's about to happen? Oh, God. All right, Clanky, tiebreaker time. What are you about Taylor, to do, Clanky? Taylor, to answer your question, I truly don't know. <sighs> All right, I'm sorry. I really am sorry. I uh, I have to give it to Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. What has happened? Wow. Pokemon HeartGold SoulSilver is it's making it in the big leagues. Flabbergasted. Super Meat Boy out in round two. I know, right? I, Super Meat Boy is kind of my is kind of my vice right now. So crazy oh things are happening. God, yeah. dude. Let's uh, move on to the next round. We got Dongan Rampa versus. <laughs>
Oh, this is gonna be controversial. <laughs> I'm John Marsden, the ultimate cowboy. Listen, we we've said before, Danganronpa is arguably the weakest Danganronpa. I mean, not counting uh, Ultra Despair Girls. Yeah. Um, I and... almost pl I almost put a game that I didn't play over Danganronpa one, and it's... <laughs> yeah. And while I think Danganronpa still nails its concept and themes, we didn't talk about this. Its mini games kind of suck. Oh yeah, I, so true. Red Dead Redemption has liars dice. Mm. So Taylor, why don't you start us off then? I was always more of a five finger fillet guy personally. But yeah, I do like the five finger fillet in Red Dead Redemption. I was I terrible Red, at it. But, I think know. Red Red Dead also helped me learn how to play Texas Hold'em, which was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, let's just talk about the mini games. I love Red Dead Redemption. Um, I like Danganronpa, but Red Dead Redemption, please. Graham, your vote. My vote is. Like, there is a bit of recency bias, but, like, as as much as I love Red Dead Redemption, like, uh, uh, I honestly, I can't imagine really going back to playing it, like, nowadays, uh, just because Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm -hmm. Also, let me like, I could see myself going very easily back to Don Garoppa, but I feel really? like that's just more, more of, well, it's just more of, like, yeah, I, I think everything. story without playing it. Yeah, I, I, I know, but, uh, I, I think... It's very, very close. I think I have to give it to Danganronpa just because I can see... Wow. I feel like I feel like there are similar enough games to Red Dead Redemption. Um, I I can't really see like many things that are like as like unique in style and and influence as Danganronpa. Ace Attorney, but that's another. Um, as much as I want to support Danganronpa myself, because I love Danganronpa 2 and V3, I'm going to give it to Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Uh, Clanky, it's actually your turn. Okay. Um, if I can be completely honest, um, I almost want to give the vote to Danganronpa, but, I mean, I, I know we're not really judging it based on sequels, but I really do feel like 2, and even to some extent 3, do a lot of things better than Danganronpa 1 does. Mm -hmm. So, I feel like because of that, I do want to give it to Red Dead. And, Mick, you're the last vote. Red Dead Redemption. Alright. And finally, oh, oh boy, okay, alright, let's... So we, we're, we're under just a time get, constraint okay. here, so, so we can't get too into this, but... Just, just... Just, all right. Can I say I have absolutely? I honestly don't care which one wins this. I might even decide with a coin flip. Um, wow. I would say I would say pick which one. Which one's title seems funnier to you? I no, mean, no, no. Okay. Rather <laughs> than a That's coin a dangerous flip. Dangerous game because you know how much I love games, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Taylor, you actually start off the voting on this one. Look, I think Cave Story is a good game. I think Mario Galaxy 2 is a far more fun game. I think it's got far more diversity in its platforming-based challenges. And while Cave Story probably objectively has a better story, Mario Galaxy 2 is just so incredibly fun to play with such an incredible amount of polish. And um, I love it. And you should all vote for it. Graham? I I still have to give it to Mario Galaxy. I'm sorry. That's Rosalina in it. I'm going to give it to Cave Story. Hang on. Why? Wow. Because as much as I do like Galaxy 2, Cave Story as a game story. has been, its influence is mind-boggling. And it probably honestly influenced a lot of my, like, top five favorite games uh, of all time. And for that, 
Cave Story, I mean, learning that Cave Story is a Metroidvania today has actually really opened up a lot of doors for me. I'm sorry, I need to say something. It's, like, we're calling it a Metroidvania, and I'm not doing this to sway you. I truly believe that it is it is not really Metroidvania in the sense that you do not use the things you get in Cave Story to backtrack to previous areas. It is a very, it is a very progressive from one place to the next. You go... You go, I mean, you go in a linear direction. You will occasionally go back, but the only you don't get upgrades to increase your progression other than a jetpack. You primarily just change around your arsenal, which really its only purpose is for combat. It is not it is not Metroidvania in the same way that something like Guacamelee or Castlevania or Ori in the Blind Forest. Mm-hmm. Well, with all of that in mind, I still think that Cave Story has a lot going for it. And as a lot of things that honestly really could put it in the top 50 for me when I do eventually get around to playing it. It is and, good. Yeah. And yeah, I think, yeah. and you know, if, if I think it's going to be a top 50 contender when I do get around to playing it, that does put it above Galaxy 2. For me, personally. Um, Clanky, your vote. Hate story. And Mick, your vote. I, I don't... Jeannie, Jordan, do you guys want to have my vote? Because I honestly... If you really, really don't want to vote, you can pass it to, to Jordan or Jeannie. Okay. Because you... here's, the, here's the thing. Because if, if that doesn't happen, I am going to say, I'm choosing Cave Story because funny cave game. <laughs> All right, then I'll do okay, it. Okay, Jordan, uh, you do it. Super Mario Galaxy 2. You, did, you picked Super Mario Galaxy 2? All right. Yeah. There we go. Submit Yeah, we were close with that Cave Story one. We were close with that. That was a good fight. So, now let's quickly move on to the Losers Round 2, and this will be the last uh, four in a row that we have to do today uh, before we go into our two in a rows. Um, we're making good time, actually. We're, we haven't even done this for 30 minutes. Um, Cave Story versus Civ Five. Anyone have any thoughts? Anything to add? I think we all know how this is going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how this is going, but I'm still giving my vote to Cave Story because, A, I've played it. Uh, it's a genre I prefer, and I, it's very possible that when I play Civ, I could like it more than Cave Story. But that would dismiss the fact that I have played it and liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I can't project that I might like something more when I haven't played it. Yeah, yeah no, that's fair. Um, Graham, your vote. I could finally vote for Mario's Five. The game I put a thousand hours. In. Yes, you could finally oh. do it. And guess what? I'm voting for it too. And Clanky is voting for Siv Myers Civilization yes. Five. And Mick. Siv Myers. Civilization Myers. 5. Clanky can vote for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. I can't it believe goes... that, that that round was so wacky. I can't so believe... Cave Story went from potentially being a point away from going on to being shellacked out of it. Yeah, it was very close. <laughs> Poor Cave, Cave Story. Cave, yeah. Cave Story. Cave Story. against too many really good games. Guys, yeah, didn't Cave we just do this round? <laughs> <laughs> Don't oh my god. Again. Listen, in terms of co- in terms of wacky concepts, these both like are making names for themselves. But this is where I can finally vote for Danganronpa, um, mm. because dude, the atmosphere, like I remember, like the game made me feel. It, the game caught me so much in its atmosphere that I had to like stop playing for a day. Mm-hmm. Graham, your vote. Uh, this is like nothing. It's not going to sway anybody, but it's what you all know that when we played <laughs> Danganronpa, we gave Kirigiri the uh, Benoit Blanc accent from Knives <laughs> Out. Compels <laughs> me, though. Um, um, hmm. Let's do... So, Graham, you're voting for Danganronpa? I'm voting for Danganronpa. 
And I'm voting for Danganronpa as well. Sorry, Mick. Um, Clanky, your vote? Danganronpa. And Mick? Um, I mean, do we need, do we need to? Yeah. Do we need to get hurt again? We do need to. Wait, can I, can I try crying this time? I didn't try that last time. It's, <laughs> it's a little late now, Mick. Now the prosecution has started crying too. Well, let me, let me remind you, Mick, I still lost. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm still going to lose too, so. All right, Mick, is it Red Steel 2? It's you want to take right. you want to take fifteen seconds of silence for Red Steel too? No. Nah. How about we take? <laughs> how about we take? The, the, can I just say the one I'm really disappointed by is that Alan Wake lost to WarioWare DIY. Like, that is <laughs> that is like I, I like I genuinely feel like uh like uh, uh what's going on like please. The, like, can I just say? And this is a this is a reference that I think uh, um, th that I think Jordan will get, and no one else. Um, and it's I I know how Cardinals fans feel about the call. <laughs> yeah, I have I have no concept of that reference. <laughs> you guys deliberate yeah. over this for a little bit. Um, super Meat Boy is Super Meat Boy, man. Taylor, do you want to make your vote? Actually, Super Meat Boy is Super Meat Boy, man. <laughs> that sounds like a vote to me. Yeah. Graham, Warrior Wear. I'm voting for Super Meat Boy. Um, Clanky? Graham, I can't thank you enough, and I appreciate it. WarioWare. And Mick. We can't expect I God to... happy, Mick. We can't expect God to do all the work. <laughs> Load Super Meat Boy with malicious intent. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, I wait. understand, Mick. No He's hard feelings, He's right? He's for Meat Boy to spite WarioWare. Yeah. Oh, my God. No hard feelings, right, Mick? I, I just had something I can add to Fallout New Vegas when it comes up again. Right, Mick, please say yes, Mick, please. It's over, thank you. It's over, Super Meat Boy's the win roar. Mick, please. Listen, Clanky, if it makes you feel better, I'm about to lose my last hope. Yeah. The, yep, this one's going to be a little yeah. hard. This one's going to be yeah. a little tricky. All right, so, do you guys mm. like puzzles? I don't, I hate them. Puzzles. Not as much as I like liberating a planet and then miserably failing to liberate that planet from the Covenant. <laughs> Listen, there are, in the Unwound future, usually you can only solve puzzles as two characters. In this game, you can solve puzzles as four characters. And all that means is that you get, like, little puzzle animation solving screens, and it's cool. That's four times the amount of puzzles I don't want to do. <laughs> it's, it's, actually, it's actually two times, and it has nothing to do with the amount of puzzles. But there are more puzzles in this game than there had been in any game thus far. It's that makes it worse for me. That's not a good argument for someone who says they hate puzzles. <laughs> I want less all right, puzzles. All right, well, Christian. If you just want to brute force your way through the story, that's what hint coins are for. You can just pay for them to solve. The Wait a minute. The Wait a minute. There's an economy? So the way the game works is you navigate across, like, let's say, let's call them, like, let's call them, like, visual novel artwork screens, right? Like, take, take, can picture, I, can a, I can picture a background setting in a visual novel that you can tap on, right? And okay. You just tap all over, and you find coins, and you use those coins to solve puzzles. Can I spend real money to get those coins as well? No. Oh. But would, would, would that, would that <laughs> not be... If I had said yes, would you really have voted for it? 
No, but it would have been funny if I did uh, jokingly say yes, though. It would have been a worse game if you had to pay for your hint coins. I know. Yeah. That, that, that would make me think about voting for it, because it'd be like, wow, you really ruined the last game of the franchise like that? No, no. You know what, Nintendo? Of, it's not the it's, last game in the franchise. It's the last game in the original trilogy. Then they made a second trilogy. I see. <laughs> I it, is, see. it is at the end of the latent timeline, because the second trilogy are prequels. All right. Tether, I assume I assume I know what your vote is for. Yeah, I think we can guess that one. Please vote for it, Graham. Uh, I think we know what Graham's I'm, voting for. I'm, I'm wrong game, but I'm finishing this fight. With Halo Reach. <laughs> <laughs> right game. I'm reaching with Halo Reach. <laughs> Clanky, your vote. You really are reaching. <laughs> All right. I I really. Went up for that for Professor Layton as much as I could. Halo Reach. Clanky, don't leave me alone on this. And Mick for posterity. No. no. Yeah, I gotta say, it's... I, I, I want to come up with another clever joke as well, but, like, it'd be a real... You're calling my it, joke clever? Real... In, in order to come up with, like, a pun like like you did, Christian, like, I mean, it would be a... Oh, it would be the trigger. It would be a real Professor Layton and the Unknown Future. <laughs> Wait, are you voting for Professor Layton? Fuck it, who cares? Yeah, let's do it. Alright, <laughs> fuck it. For, for posterity, let's go. I don't understand, what? I don't know, I think I don't funny. understand either. I like it a lot better with that punchline. You actually prefer Halo Reach, right? I haven't played either. I think actually, if I pre play Professor Layton, I think I might actually prefer Professor Layton to Halo Reach. Like, I love Halo Reach, and I've got a lot of nostalgia for it, alright, and everything. But like, I love puzzles. Uh, I you know what? Puzzles. Honestly, that was the most earnest thing anyone but me has said about this game tonight. But <laughs> <laughs> Halo Reach can hit an emu with a car. <laughs> I take it all back. I take it all back. I'm I'm back outside of Reach. No, I'm joking. Um, so it's almost gonna make me feel better when Mick pulls Mario Galaxy two apart in a few minutes. We're in round three. We are getting to the thick of it. We are in the home stretch. Yeah. Um, our next round. Fallout New Vegas versus Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. This shouldn't uh, be that. My, my, okay. I'm gonna switch the Fallout voting order, by the way. Uh, the voting yeah. order is now going to start with Graham. Okay. Uh, I voted Fallout for New point? Vegas because, as much as Honest Hearts was like my least favorite DLC, it's still good. It's just like not one I, I like really like want to go back to. It does have one of my favorite quotes just in like video games in general, like one that. If we did have a graduate purchase and I was allowed to like put like some kind of design on my hat, I would want to like have have this quote on it. Uh, when you talk to Joshua Graham, I'm also also no, I'm not playing favorites on name basis. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. You you can ask him. He was basically at one point uh, covered in tar, low on fire, thrown into the Grand Canyon. Tarred and feathered. Tarred and feathered. Not tarred and feathered. Just tarred. Yeah, just tarred. <laughs> But, oh, so hey, that's significantly fire, less which, fun. Fire is a kind of feather, but we don't have time to unpack all that. Uh, <laughs> you, you can ask him how he survived. He just says, "I survived because the fire inside me burned brighter than the flames around me." Oh, that's God. amazing. That is a great line, <laughs> Graham. Which one are you voting for? goes over now. And now it is my turn, and I have to give it to Pokemon. Ooh. And now it is Clanky's turn. I'm glad it's not going to be a full sweep. I'm giving it to Pokemon as well. Go to Mech. Yep, Mech. 
<laughs> Go to Mick. Mick, you are? In the best of all possible worlds, they would just leave us in peace. But they won't. Hold <laughs> on, New Vegas. Wow. All right, Sailor, you're the tiebreaker. You know what? This might be the hardest one. Mm -hmm. Really? Really? Actually, because here's the thing. When I first saw this, I'm like, oh, so obviously Fallout New Vegas. Wait a minute. What did I just say out loud in my head? Dude. Yeah, it's because, because... Heart Gold and Soul Silver is like actually great Pokemon games. Yes. Yeah. This is very difficult, actually, because because it's like Fallout New Vegas is something that I don't have as much nostalgia for. But in the like in the last moments of playing it, like was really solidly made. Whereas Heart Gold and Soul Silver represents like all of this time that I spent with Generation Two and Pokemon, seeing it revitalized and reimagined. And there's a battlefront here. But so, so I'm just looking. I'm actually looking at my own top um, top 200 now because I don't have Heart Gold and Soul Silver ranked because Emerald is my favorite Pokemon and I didn't want to have repeats. So I'm just seeing how far. In comparison, and it should be no contest, and yet. Hey Taylor, can I can I make an argument that might help you? Go ahead. A lot of times, whenever, whenever I'm telling you about a game or you're asking for a recommendation, one of the things you almost always come to is, does it allow me to make choices that matter? Yeah, I I I really do. It, it, that really is something that New Vegas has has done for me, and it's just fucking. <sighs> Listen, I'm gonna say that if this is another day, this could go in a very different direction because mm -hmm. this is closer than I actually thought. So I could I, I I do not swear that this will always be the way I feel. I think today I'm gonna say New Vegas, which yeah. is weird. All it's right. really it's 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 strange. It really is strange because I do feel like I prefer Pokemon as a franchise, and I feel like I may have more memories of Heart Gold and Soul Silver. But I feel like right now in this moment, games like Fallout New Vegas make me happier, and it may just be because Pokemon has been pissing me off lately. <laughs> Look, there are there are factors. There are sometimes external factors as to the placements of certain things on our Gold list. Soul Silver was is, was never a bad Pokemon game to me, so it's still weird. It is still weird. So, can I just say, like, like if Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver was up against uh, Danganronpa, I would have been defending it right there with you. Yeah. yeah. Like, Fair if it was up just in, it was just in the unfortunate position of. It had to be against Red Steel too, and I'm like, listen, I can't let my son die. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Most of most of mixed games have been killed by mice, like niche. Taste. By mice. <laughs> mice. So, um, are you all ready for this? Oh God! It's also really hard to be honest. Um, I have my way of thinking how it's gonna go. You guys proved me wrong. Uh, do we want to talk right, a little cool. bit before we do, before yeah. Graham votes? Uh, I'll, uh, we can talk all you want, but I'm still voting Red Dead Redemption because that Super Mario Galaxy 2 going up against a game I have actually played and enjoy means I have to go with Red Dead Redemption. Okay, I'm next, Graham and I have no idea. Um, I'm leaning towards Red Dead Redemption mm -hmm. right now. Yeah, I think I'm I'm going to put in my vote for Red Dead Redemption as well. Yeah. Clanky, your turn. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't vote for Mario Galaxy and Good Consciousness or Galaxy Two. Yeah. So I'm Red Dead. Mick for posterity. Red Dead Redemption. 
Taylor. You know what? I'm still going Galaxy 2. Wow, we were so Sticking close up for Captain. We were very close to a sweep. Every good captain yeah. goes down with the ship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, just, you know what? I like platformers more. I feel like Galaxy 2 was easier to go back to. And you know what? Galaxy oh, 2 is actually... That's that, going to be a tough one coming Yeah, that was going to be a tough one. Galaxy well, 2 is not say, done. Can I just say, yeah. uh, Taylor, I, I that I actually 100% agree that it's prob- I, it was 100% probably easier to go back to... Uh, um, uh, Galaxy 2 than it is to New Vegas. Like, mm-hmm. starting an RPG from the beginning, oh, that's a commitment. Yeah. Yeah, oh my god, you're right, that I mean, is gonna I, be I, tough. I, I mean, Red Dead Redemption is not as long as you'd think, honestly. But, like, it's Red Dead Redemption? Still, yeah, it's like, in comparison to other Rockstar games, it's still, like, mm-hmm. you could actually potentially get more ad, more hours out of Galaxy 2, actually, but it's still, yeah. like, yeah. depends on, it's, like, how But the thing it. is, it probably feels like a big commitment to go oh, back to Red Dead Redemption. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, Civ 5 versus Danganronpa. Uh, uh, I'm still gonna keep the same order until we're done with these next two mm. rounds, so Graham, you start. <clears throat> Good luck, by the way. I know. Yeah, Danganronpa, just because again, I... Wait, what? It, what? Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's so... It's just so now. unique. No, not recently by it's... It's just, it's still just so unique and so fun, and you know what? This I... might be, I, this might be kind of similar to how uh, I was when it was New Vegas versus Civ Five, where it's like, mm-hmm. n- where it's like, I love both of these games, but Civ Five, I can get my Civ fix elsewhere. Right. There's only real one place where I can get my New Vegas fix. Yeah, there's only I guess there is only one place. He, well, yeah. three places you can get your Donk and Rumpa. Fix, and, my, but... and like Sid, Sid, Sid Meier, like I, yeah, I played it so much, but it's just like it's kind of just become like, yeah, like it, it is just like a background game, like a comfort game. I kind of um, get it. Like there is a point where you can play a game so much that it almost feels like. Yeah. It's like it's kind of like how like I've played Mario sixty four so much that I don't even like it as much anymore. Mm. Well, no, it's, yeah, I played Samaritan's 5 so much, it's growing out of my body. <laughs> the 5 is emboldened on my neck, what's going on? Um, I'm gonna vote for Civ 5, because it's one of my favorite games of all time. Um, Clanky? Yeah, I mean, I don't get me wrong, I do like Danganronpa, but I, uh, yeah, I, I, know, I, know. I, can't, I can't vote for Danganronpa in good faith, I have to go Civ. Yeah. Mick? Uh, Civ uh, 5. Um, and I'm assuming, I'm assuming for the, I'm assuming for the rest of you. It'll be funny. I I wanted to say, I'm assuming for the rest of you, this might have been a harder choice if it was a different Danganronpa game. Yes, it would have absolutely been more difficult. Um, If it was DR2, it would have been a very tough choice. Except for for Ultra Despericals, obviously. Even I know Uh, about that. I mean, it's not a bad game, but it's also... I hear it's rough. Yeah, DR, DR2 were playing through it, and I'm voicing Gundam because I was kid assigned Gundam by my friend who had played all the games. And aren't you voicing Fuyuhiko as well? Yes. Oh, oh dude, so great. You were fucking like, worst boss, like, gangsta X and ever. It's fun. Fuyuhiko's the best. Um, so, Taylor, your vote for posterity? I mean, it's the same thing I said, like, versus Cave Story. Like, I played Danganronpa, and I also really like Danganronpa. So, even all though right. Sid Meier's still has the potential to be better than it, uh, Danganronpa. All right. Sorry, Danganronpa. It sucks to see you go, because you were no, my we backup. Have 10, we have 10 minutes. This is uh, going to be a lightning round. Super Meat Boy versus Halo Reach. Okay. Um, I, th- I think no more arguments. Let's just go down the li- Let's go down mm. the... Well, Graham, what do you think? Yeah, Halo Reach. Yeah. And I'm Super Meat Boy, and Clanky... Mm-hmm. 
This is actually kind of tough, but I yeah. think I'd... Ah, I think I'm gonna go with Reach. Oh, yeah. fuck you. Oh! Oh, Nick. Nick is gonna go Halo Reach. Yeah, I have to. Oh. I have to say Halo Reach as well. Sorry. I hate to see it go. I hate oh. to see it go. Oh, Clanky, you traitor. Taylor. Oh, super uh, boy. I'm sorry. Can I say this also hurts me because I don't even really like like Halo Reach nearly as much as some of these other games. But um... well, Halo Reach will be gone soon then if you don't if you probably, don't like it that probably. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I hate to see Super Meat Boy go, but mm. I think that's all of the games that I like. Can oh. say a lot about gone, basically. Yeah, I'm here. I only uh, have one horse in this race. Pokemon. Let's let's do um. Let's go from the top down. So let's do let's do the really hard one next. Fallout New Vegas New versus Vegas. Red Dead Redemption. Is this the final round of the top? Uh, no. this is the second to final round. Then no, then it's like, gonna. If, this if, is the if, final if, round if, of the winners. Was, yeah, if there was no losers bracket, this yeah, would be, then this yeah. would be who the winner is going to be. Wow. So, um, I'm gonna switch the vote the the voting order now. It's going to go um, it's going to go Mick Taylor Graham me Clanky. I think, I think, and I'm just as surprised as the rest of you. I think I might choose Red Dead Redemption. All righty, <clears throat> Taylor, your vote. You know, there is a grander scale to Fallout New Vegas than Red Dead Redemption, but I am kind of in the mindset that there are times when a game can just be, and I'm not saying that Fallout New Vegas is, but in comparison to these two, Fallout New Vegas has the potential to be overwhelming at points with how much there is, and even though there's a lot of uh, narrative freedom, um, Red Dead Redemption, I feel like, uses each element of its world to its, to its, to its credit, and um, I think I still prefer the story, and I just, uh, I just like it more. All right. Graham? Uh, I have to guess the Fallout New Vegas, uh, mm -hmm. just because it's sort of like the same vein as sort of like Sid, Sid Meier's with Red Dead is, if, if I had to choose between, like, I can play Red Dead 2 with, like, if I really want to get my Red Dead fix. Um, but like I said, there's only one game for the New Vegas fix. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, people are, like, the fact that play, uh, the Outer World. Obsidian, Obsidian, uh, Obsidian eh. and... Yeah, but there's so much like Fallout lore. The fact that Obsidian and Microsoft are under not Microsoft, Bethesda are on the same banner now. The fact that people people were so excited for that just to get a New Vegas sequel, mm -hmm. I, I feel like that just it just proves that there's still just only one uh, New Vegas and still only one king. Yeah, and you know what? I'm gonna vote for New Vegas too. Wow, oh. because I'm really making a clank. Good luck. Yep, as as much as Red Dead Redemption, I've played it and I love and I did like it. Fallout New Vegas, you, you guys have sold me on on New Vegas with how much you've described to me and how much it, there is to do and what there is to do. You can save an Elvis impersonator's robot dog. Yeah, like I, I should, yeah. I will I will say in detriment to Fallout Three, it is just you know the same way that you guys talk about how Galaxy Two is just another Galaxy One. I understand that New Vegas takes the elements of Fallout Three and makes them better. But New Vegas is just more Fallout 3 in so many ways. I guess in, I'll have in, to be the judge of that when I do In some it. ways, yeah, but like... The interface it, is the same, the world looks the same, the Pip-Boy is the same. It's that's, like, that's just the engine. Yeah, no, no, that's just the engine and like the UI and stuff. But there's they, the game's got a completely different spirit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure, I mean... So, all the, yeah. a lot of the, quests are the main quests are all the other songs. 
Oh, that is a JoJo! Ain't that a kick in the head? Uh, ding ding. Pick yeah, two people I'm, to piss off. I, I'm, I am really sorry that, like, I haven't played either of these games, so, like, it really just doesn't... My, I, like, it, what does it matter? But out of both of them, the one I'm more interested in playing is Red Dead, so I have to go with Red Dead. Alrighty. Alright, I'm, I'm, I'm content with this. I will say, if New Vegas had won, it, it's just because I already know, I kind of already have an idea of who's going to win the losers bracket. So, I mean, we, yeah, we have a bit of an idea, but let, let, let's yeah. go through these really quickly, um, and, and see, what, what was the order? It was, yeah, it was, um, Mick, so Mick, you start. Sid five. Yeah. Taylor. Soul Silver. Uh, Graham. Civ five. I'm gonna vote Civ five. Clanky. Yeah. I'm also voting Civ five. All right. All right. This might be. I'm really. I'm kind of hoping for a redemption arc here for 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 Me Civ five, but we'll too. see. I'm kind Me of hoping too. for a Civ five redemption arc. Um, let's see over here. Well, actually, this is gonna be a retread of the very first round. So. <laughs> wow. Oh come on. So Super Mario Galaxy <laughs> 2 versus Halo Reach. Galaxy 2. I'm voting before you say it. Uh, but Mick is going to put in his vote first. Halo Reach. And uh, Taylor, your Galaxy 2? Yes. Yes. And Graham? Halo Reach. And I'm going to put in Halo Reach. Oh, and, fuck you. and Clanky? I'm also, I'm also picking Halo Reach. Wow. I think the thing I hate the most about this bracket is all the Galaxy 2 hate. <laughs> we should have seen it coming, honestly. Hey, yeah, at I'm, least I'm your sorry. choices got I, I somewhere. Really no, but you know what? It's like too. nobody had anything against Alan. Like, you guys actually are like... That's true. Galaxy. That's I, fair. I can understand I that. voted okay. for Galaxy 2 when we did the Galaxy 2 versus Kirby's Epic Yard. You know what? You voted for it, but you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you got a point. <laughs> Sid Meier's Civilization 5 versus Halo Reach. Wow. Um, Mick, you start us off. Sit five. Taylor. Sit five. Graham. Halo Reach. I'm gonna say Sit five. Clanky for posterity. Yeah, Sit five. Come on, come on! Don't let this be like last time. Christian, it's hopeless. We might as well just accept the seat. Graham or Mick has to change their mind, and then and then we might have a chance. I don't think it's happening, dude. I really come wish on, come on. I just like to argue one more thing to Mick and Graham because we're this almost is exactly done. Exactly what we started with. We're almost done with the bracket. We have time to argue. I can be swayed. Actually, okay. All right. Okay. So okay. think about it like this: <clears throat> Does New Vegas have swayed now? Then this whole journey was for nothing. Mick, dude, no. Shh, 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 shh. Do you? Can you play New Ve Um, can you play New Vegas with friends? Mods. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, Mod. Mods, yeah. fine. In Civ no, 5, you don't not, need mods. Yeah, we're not counting mods. In Civ so 5, you don't really... need mods. What I will say is that Civ 5 becomes a very different game when you play it with other people. And that, on top of the fact that you can also, like, have different endings or different ways to win, I think there's so much value in Civ 5. Think about all the fun times we had playing Civ 5. New Vegas you were there, Christian. Keeney was there. Keeney was there. Wasn't Nick, it so much fun? You said, Nick, that there are multiple games like Civ 5, Mick, but you can only get your New Vegas from New Vegas. Think of, wouldn't Civilization 4 be happy that you voted for Civilization 5? Nick, I remember you were telling me at length why you loved Caesar's Legion in New Vegas so much, and you presented a perspective that I wasn't even able to see because I just went and slaughtered them without even talking to Caesar. Mick, 
You could play as Venice and just buy every all the city states and kill everyone else. <laughs> yes, man, you have a yes man robot who's going to do whatever the fuck you say. I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. Listen, we're breaking. You vote for New Vegas. The final, uh, the final vote will be Red Dead Redemption versus New Vegas. And do you want to make that decision again? <laughs> Mech, in the Dead Money DLC, there's a super mutant named Dog, and when you play a tape on cassette, he becomes God. You can ha you can have your great you can have your great artist be named Bill Clinton. Okay, okay, let's Doctor let's just vote. We're, let's just vote. This is not we're not helping anything. I'm... No, we're really not. Mech, I... what are you voting for? Take as much time as you need. I'm... <gasps> Don't gasp Do like that. Do it. No more well, swaying. No more well, swaying well, the, the, well, the jury. While he's, thinking, while he's thinking, let's make sure this is still a tiebreaker, right? So I vote for New Vegas. Alright, sure, yeah, that's actually a good call. Uh, Graham? I actually am voting for Civ Five. What yeah, I figured. Wow. Clanky. I'll explain after the vote. Civ Five. And I vote for Civ Five. And Mick's vote wow. is entirely meaningless. All right, Mick. Oh, thank. Well, great. My vote's meaningless. I listen. Uh, I, I don't know. Fuck it. A kumquats. I don't know. the scores without me. Who cares? I don't know. Kumquats. <laughs> now nah, you can pick. weight has been lifted from my shoulders. You pick one at. Vote, pick one at random. Uh, Okay, uh, eeny, meeny, miny, uh, uh, yeah. Taylor Rich. Taylor's, <laughs> listen, Taylor's lonely, and I know what it's like to be lonely, because I was there for Red Steel 2 and Alan Wake, so I'm going to join Taylor in Fallout New Vegas territory, even though I think I might actually win one to choose like, It's weird, I was very neutral to New Vegas, even though it's in my top, um, All right. now's our chance. Let's do it. The final round, and we're going to go back to the original voting order for this one. Does anyone want to say anything before we do uh, this? I, I, I want to. I want to. I want to explain why I voted for Civ Five. Mm -hmm. uh, I think what sold it for me is, as I was thinking, like, yeah, Fallout New Vegas, like, it'll allows me to, like, they're both games that allow me to like play a character. I feel like most of the time for me, that character ends up being like the power of a warlord. I wish I I I could play more like Civ Five multiplayer. Uh, it, yeah, I, I have played a little bit in the past, uh, but not not enough. Obviously, not enough. Like all of you, um, hopefully, like we can change that. Uh, yes, we should. So, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Let's do it. Do what? I'm sorry. What? We're gonna do Civ Five multiplayer. You're invited. You're all invited. Um, mm -hmm. If you ever want to buy, if you want Civ Five, let yeah. me know. Uh, if you don't own Civ uh, Five and you want it, let me know. Mm. Uh, yeah. Again, like. Right, if, if Red Dead Redemption 2 would be no contest, but Red, like the first Red Dead Redemption, yeah, it's like, it, 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 it's, it's kind of like a weird, but like, it's sort of like a Danganronpa situation where, because there's only two games, Red Dead Redemption kind of has to be the worst game, in my opinion. And that's even then, like, the worst Red Dead Redemption game is probably better than most games, but for me, Civ Five, again, I have a thousand hours in it. So you're putting and Civ Five as your vote? I have the Infinite Red Dead Redemption. So let, let's go in. The, I, I like the order we're going in. Taylor, you put in your vote. I don't want to go next. Oh, okay. Mick, you put <laughs> in your vote. I don't want to go next. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, 
there's thundering behind me. This is the Battle of the Ages. It was thundering behind me, too. What the? It just like a struggle lightning. It's almost as if we all live near each other. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. You Mr. Jersey man. Yeah, it was raining an hour ago. Yeah. An hour ago, you could have warned yeah, I us. I wait until my target has a PS5 so I can finally see Christian in person again. I'll come see you without the PS5. Don't worry about it. I, I, I know how to drive now, so I'll figure it out. Um, drive to Jersey. I'll drive out to Jersey when I yeah. get comfortable uh, enough to drive on the Jersey Turnpike. Anyway, you have to um, drive uh, left to Jersey. <laughs> next, Monday, next Monday, you want to like. Keep going. Next yeah. Monday might be tough, but the Monday after? Okay. Ooh, pogging. Okay. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, sh who who wants to vote? <laughs> I'll vote. Yeah. It's kind of no contest for me. Civ Meyer, Civilization Five. Yeah. Mick and Mick and Civ Taylor, Meyer. do either of you want to vote? I'm. I think I might actually throw my. I think I. And to get it out of the way. As soon as you said that, Thunderstruck. I also vote for Civ Five, And Taylor, you are the final vote. I think what's most disappointing about this is that I kind of knew that, like, this group is a very big Civ Five Five crew, and I got nothing against the game. I guess it's just kind of disappointing that the winner of all of this is going to be a game I've never even played. It can um, be disappointing, but that's what next year is for. Yeah, but that doesn't show like how yeah. much you should play it. Yeah. Be fair, if the final vote was New Vegas and Red Dead Redemption, both of them would have been games that I haven't played. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like yeah. it would have you happened know, to someone. Basically. It would be nice. It would be nice, yeah. but that's gonna happen at no, some point. Honestly, almost. It's like it's at the same time. You know what, guys? It's refreshing just because like it's not something you'd normally see. I think. Mm -hmm. uh, when people talk about the very best game of 2010, even though everyone likes it, especially when it's right up here against Red Dead Redemption, which um, is, you know, one of the best games I've ever played. Mm -hmm. And even though I would love for this last one to be a 5-0, it's still got to be Red Dead now. Yeah, yeah. But that's wow. Submit score. Yeah, I, I honestly thought Red Dead was going to be the win. Me too. Yeah, me the whole too. Thing. And the tournaments. Point. And I couldn't be happier myself, personally. And all because Graham had to flip-flop. Look, I explained why. Sid Meier's lost in the first round, and then and then it won. Just want to say, if loser brackets didn't exist, Red Dead would be the winner. Yeah, but loser brackets are great. I like loser brackets. You know what? Good bracket. Good bracket, guys. Great. I, I feel like outside of Galaxy 2, this is a very respectful bracket. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. still salty about Alan Wake losing to WarioWare DIY. 